another week, another talking dirty. Oh. Oh. What's with that? <laughs> I'm the one supposed to do weird stuff from the intro. That wasn't weird. You you were like another week, another talking dirty, dirty. All right, wait. Well, dirty. This week we got for you over in the MLB. We congrats the Braves on their win yesterday in the uh, World Series. Over in the NHL, we got the power rankings as well as the Jack Eichel sweepstakes uh, continuing. Then the NBA, we congratulate ourselves a little bit for our number one and number three teams in the East. But more on that later. Over in the NFL, we got the week eight recap. We have injuries, headlines, segments, week nine pickums. And then in pop culture, we got some trailers. We got the Book of Boba Fett as well as Morbius. And of course, Jams of the Week. So with that taken away, Ryan. What can I say about koozies? I mean, they're stylish. Great color combo. I'd have to say so myself. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep your hands warm, but your beer cold. Can't lose. You can't lose that. You can't, definitely can't lose that. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what, guy? Yeah. They're only seven bucks. Only seven? Yeah, so I, I was okay. at Steeler Games recently. I was at uh, uh, Pitt Games, recently Penn's Games, and I've been buying koozies here and there. Yeah. Those scam artists charge 10 bucks a piece <laughs> for a koozie. That's a ripoff. And we're, we're only charging seven? And you know what those koozies do? They probably only have one logo on the front. We got two. We got two. We got one on the front and back. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about displaying your logo because it's on both sides of the koozie. Absolutely. Support <laughs> us. Buy koozies. Seven bucks a piece. DM us if you're interested. With that being said, let's get into it. It's a good plug. And before we get into it, how about some miscellaneous sports? Miscellaneous sports. <laughs> so let's get look, right into it. Yeah, let's look over. So uh, college football, they dropped the uh, rankings for the uh, playoffs. Yep. How are you, guy? Oh shit, I did forget about that. That's okay. Keep going. Keep, <laughs> keep going. going. Just get, keep the momentum rolling. Hey, I'm doing good. You doing good? I'm doing good. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right. So uh, number one, we have Georgia. They've been killing it. Oh, they, just be, uh, they just be Florida, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. Did, yeah. you, did you see that one video of that guy in all white paint for a George game? Go, 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 dogs. Like that. Like uh, in Billy Madison, the old guy. Like that speaks nonsense. Or not Billy Madison. Uh, the, the wa- farmer uh, Fran yeah, from Waterboy. Yeah, yeah Waterboy. That was it. <laughs> no, it's like some young college kid. He's all drunk or something. It's like, there's like interviewing the student section. He goes like, go, go. Keep going. I'll pull it up. Number two, of course, Alabama. Yeah. Number three, Michigan State. And number four, Oregon. So if it ended this right now, it'd be uh, Georgia versus Oregon. And then Alabama versus Michigan State. Which... To me, I'd probably say Alabama, Georgia in that matchup. Absolutely. That's just me. Absolutely. Um, then right outside the top four, we have Ohio State at number five. Or sorry, the Ohio State number five. The. <laughs> the first team outside of the Alice Go Dogs. When you, were just, when you were describing the statement, I did not picture a guy who looked like that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, it was I thought like, it was going to be some big, big burly guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was like, it's some like, dude's glasses, like a ginger, like all painted out white. And that goes, I don't want to play the whole like two-minute clip. You guys can look it up on your own. But yeah. 
It's literally at one point he just gets in this like porter's poor like mic like go dogs. But uh, the first team outside of the college football playoffs oh, is Ohio State. No, <laughs> shout out to Stalter. Then uh, Cincinnati at number six, Michigan at seven. Then uh, you trickle I wish down Cincinnati. It sucks. I want them to make it so bad. Mm. I hate the city, but like that that I just I just like teams like that aren't in a power five conference like. Yeah, being in a discussion like they beat like a couple of good teams. Like they beat like Notre Dame. They beat someone else. They beat two. They beat. They had three like worth of damn games this year. And they have a good man, Bearcats. Yeah, yeah, Bearcats. Bearman, Bearman, Bearcats. Man, Bear Pickcats. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Pat. Right, too. Then uh, trickle down there a little bit further, and you get to number twenty-five, Pitt. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Um. Still top twenty-five. It was crazy though. Nowhere in that list did I see Penn State. Mm-mm. Yeah. They're, I heard they're in the showers with little kids. Ooh, too soon, too soon. Well, if it's the NCAA, though, it's soon enough because they got off the hook. Completely for it. Completely <laughs> for it. Um, anyways, though, so the pick game. Yeah, about it. it sucked. Yeah, dude, it sucked. It sucked. You should have won. Uh, obviously, there's that like controversial safety call near the end. Safety gate. Safety gate, uh, which blew us up for a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> and people are making like a definitively over the goal line. Yeah, yeah. They were like... Like, so, like a lot of people screenshotted, zoomed in, yeah. and their feet were still in the end zone. It was just like lunging over the line, which from my ankle doesn't really show you in passing the line. But, so, isn't it like kind of like the inverse of a touchdown? So, like, if, you, if you're trying to score a touchdown, if any part of the ball touches the plane, it's a touchdown. Yeah. So, the inverse for safety, it, to it, me, would be if any part of the ball is touching the uh, line, it would be a safety. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's the other way around. I think uh, it's, really? it's, it's like breaks the plane uh, on the other side. It should be it should be on the one. But yeah. I'm pretty sure they spotted. They gave him a lot of room off that spot. Like if it passed the line, it barely did. Yeah, like they gave it too much forward progress there. Uh, but regardless, that wasn't the reason we lost. The reason we lost was we should have blown them out. The rest definitely didn't help. The rest really sucked that game. Honestly, that last drive especially. No, especially like, following that. the safety. It was just like, come on, man! Like I know. you can't. Be doing this the whole drive, like exactly. you just take him down the field. Yeah, but with that being said, we should have destroyed them. Yeah, yeah, I guess more on us. But you know, it's whatever. We're still like, we're still in contention for the win the ACC. We're still mm-hmm. like everything. The only thing that's out of picture was a very small margin chance that we could make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, they someone said we had the win out. We'd, we'd still only have like a twenty five percent chance. Still a good, good improvement from last year. Absolutely, we're gonna so we're gonna get that. a solid bowl game. We're gonna get. Yeah, ACC championship game. Some recognition, some recruits. Like Kenny Pickett's still in the Heisman race. Mm-hmm. Um, the Narduzzi. The, draft. the only thing that sucks is Narduzzi's going to be around, so I don't like him. Yeah, he did increase his tenure, and yeah. I'm not big on him either. No, that and this year he's been fine, but like mm-hmm. every my the number one example, I could probably sit here and find like ten thousand examples why I don't like him. But off the top of my head, the one of the biggest ones when we played Penn State, down by two scores, he kicked the field goal. And he's was holding the, hands with the one team. Like, yeah, God, I hope this works, guys. Like, like he, he first of all, he called for a field goal when he shouldn't. Like we should have just went for it. They were yeah. on like the five yard line, down two scores in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. You go like, for it, like five seconds left or something like that. You just throw it out in five seconds. Yeah, like, we had we had the we had a better chance of pinning them in the first five five yard lines to like mm-hmm. win than go for that, and we missed the field goal anyways. Yeah, so that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I hate them. Oh. Um, and he can't recruit the Whippy which is stupid. We're one of the best like football, like high school football areas in the country, and we can never get recruits from here. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. 
But anyways, uh, anything else for uh, college football? No, sir. No, no. All right. All right. Well, let's take it over to uh, the MLB. All right. So first up, congratulations to the Braves, World Series champions. Woo! They won their series against the Astros 4-2 to two with a 7-0 win against the Astros last night. I love it. Huh? I love it. Yeah. Then, uh, so the the World Series champions uh, for the first time since 1995. Yeah, must be nice. Must be real nice. Must be real nice to have your long-standing losing organization finally win. <laughs> uh, outfielder Jorge uh, Jorge Solar 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 something like that. I heard it like millions of times the last couple of days. Takes home the MVP. So he had six hits, three home runs, six RBIs, and scored four runs. Along with the NLCS MVP, Eddie Rosario, Solar was a mid-season ad. Yes, which makes the next headline very sad. Sadly, the uh, man who made the miracle team happen, the GM Alex Anthopoulos, uh, had COVID-19, has COVID-19, so he's unable to celebrate the team. This is a, such a miracle run. It was built around a bunch of guys that got in the trade deadline yeah. to make their team that was their best players were hurt all year. Mm. Uh, like, like Make the World Series and man couldn't even celebrate the team. I mean... If I were on the Braves, I'd probably just be like, eh, season's over. Well, that's what happened with Justin Turner last year. Remember that? I'll take COVID. Remember, <laughs> remember that, though? Yeah. Justin Turner and the Dodgers, like, he left the game because he tested positive for COVID. And then, yeah, he said, fuck it. And, he's, and when they won, he said, fucking yeah, ran out of the clubhouse yeah. and celebrated everyone. And he got, I mean, like, like yeah, we'll just quarantine 14 days later. For 14 well, days. Well, you can't do that because of the parade. Nah, fuck the parade. <laughs> what? That's, like, the best part about winning a championship. I, I think celebrating with the team would be more fun than the parade. Because uh, you can celebrate the team and the fans. Was that a home game they won? No. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Then. It's on the road in Astra in yeah. Houston. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped because uh, fuck the Astros. Yeah, you know. Are you done being a, a fan now? I mean, it's not that I'm a fan. It's more so I just want them to win. Because I love the chaos. <laughs> I'm not That's a fan. It. I'm not a fan. I just really want them to just win. Just one win. Just one win. Yeah, like with if it's within the next like two more years, then it'll be hilarious. Anything after that, then people will be over it. Yeah, I, I think this, I think this is the last. I think this is it because this is the last chance they had before people are gonna be like whatever. Because, well, it's because Carlos Correa is gonna probably leave in the offseason, oh, okay. which uh, we we will get to next week about yeah. the free agency. I wanted to let it rest for a week. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like like one like the three. There's a lot of core guys on that team, but the three main core guys were Carlos Correa, uh, Jose Altuve, and like Alex Bregman. And you're gotcha. about to lose one of the three guys. Next up, the uh, Padres hired Bob Melvin as manager. Melvin has managed the A's, Diamondbacks, and Mariners with an overall record of 1,346 to 1,272. I think this is good. I think with uh, a young team like this, you need a veteran skipper. You can't. Mm. Can't you can't fuck around with these young guys like experimental stats shit. You just need the guy who's been around the block, and he uh, he, he has a pretty good record for all his years of experience. Yeah, and kind of with uh, teams that haven't been always that great. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, like, like he kind of like goes, turns them around a little bit, then moves on to the next. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they announced the finalists for every position for both the Golden Glove and the Silver Slugger awards. The Golden Gloves will be announced on Sunday, November seventh. And the Sluggers will be announced on Thursday, the 11th. They do not have the rest of the awards announced. Yeah, so I did not want to list out what is it, uh, 54 people. Yeah, that's fair. So I would like to thank you. 
I got you the dates and we can find out the answers. When we get the winners, we'll tell you. But but there's three nominees from each position for both. Oh god. So that, yeah. that I'm not doing that. There's 27 per award. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Um anything else for MLB though? No, there's there's 100 there would have been 108 names out of you read all. Why does baseball always have to do shit like that? How many games do you guys want? 182. What? Yeah. yeah. So, I do have one more thing that I, I put in the uh, notes after I send it to you because it just happened when I'm way here. Okay, what happened? Buster Posey's retiring. Okay, good. 34 years old. He was on the Giants, right? Yeah, he was basically Giants most of his career. He won an NL MVP, three championships there, and he's 34 years old. Um, he's a catcher, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he's very he's one good. of like the top catchers in the league. Well, one of the best for time. years, yeah. yeah, for years, even like last year. Like this is kind of <laughs> honestly. I mean, I get it because catchers usually one of the first ones to retire. Yeah, because their knees are shot from squatting. <laughs> yeah, that'd be horrible. I know. Like I, no, I mean, I hate. I don't really like the Giants. Um, there's a lot of back and forth between us, like in playoff years when we were good for two years. Mm. But I was like Buster Posey. I liked his name. All right. Well, let's okay. uh, let's take it over to NHL then. So first up, the Jets general manager, Kevin Cheveldayoff, uh, addressed the Blackhawks situation that he was involved in and said he was sorry to, to see Kyle Beach, or sorry Kyle Beach, and uh, that the system failed him. Sorry to Kyle Beach. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, like, I know you got raped when we hit it. Sorry the system failed you. No, bud. You yes, guys failed him. That's not a good take. That's <laughs> not the system failing you. That, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how that quote was perceived. I read the whole thing, the whole article, and I perceived it very poorly. That's a that's a lawyer told you me to say this. Yeah, it's hey, like, I'm really sorry this happened to you, Kyle Beach. Um, sorry, the system that I was not a part of failed you. Yeah, exactly. Like that's but, what I said. Like, but mm-hmm. the system wouldn't have failed you if you just had balls and stepped up. Joel uh, Joel Quinnavale, uh has resigned as the head coach of the Panthers. Yeah, just a quick refresher: he was the head coach for the Blackhawks, and this all happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the Panthers are, are great right now. Yeah. So it sucks that your your uh, coach turned out to be a scumbag because like that, that might hurt eventually. Exactly. Um, and then the Blackhawks owner has asked the NHL Hall of Fame to take Brad Aldrich's name off of the cup. Yes, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see them pushing back on that. Yeah, me neither. Um, and then Jonathan Toes, Tails, Taze, Taze. I always get that wrong. Yeah. Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane, which they uh, knew. Uh, sooner and that they could do more for Kyle Beach. Yeah, I mean, old, old teammates stepping up. Yeah. And then uh, we have more assault allegations in the NHL, but this time it's at the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. Apparently Sorry. in 2018, a Wilkes-Barre Scranton assistant coach's wife was sexually assaulted on a road trip by the head coach. Uh, the wife and assistant coach went to a former Penn's assistant general manager and current Wild general manager, Billy Guerin. Guerin? Guerin? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> about the incident, and he reportedly told them to keep quiet, and the husband eventually got fired, and the wife was called a liar. The couple had filed a lawsuit against the team, and will name the defendants the Penguins, Clark Donatelli, Bill Guerin, and Penguins co-owners Mary Lemieux and Ronald Burkle. Yeah. Um, tough. Very tough. Uh, the whole situation is fucked. Whenever something like this happens and you kind of get told you're a liar... Yeah, you get fired and don't be quiet. That's a really shitty thing to do. Um, I don't see this really coming down on the team as much as it did for the Blackhawks, considering it was a minor league thing and everyone who's responsible is already gone. Yeah. Um, 
but it's still a shitty thing to do. However, when I was reading this story, I have a problem with the husband. Okay, what? what? Apparently, the sexual assault happened <clears throat> when the three of them were in a car together on a road trip. If I'm that husband, yeah. and I'm seeing my wife's like coochie getting played with by like my boss, mm. I don't give a fuck. I'm pulling the car over and beating the shit out of that guy and leaving him on the side of the road in Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how are you just gonna let your, your wife get sexually assaulted in the car that you guys are all in? Unless you like it was very sly, you didn't see it, but I don't see any way because someone has to be in the front seat, someone has That's to be in the true. back seat. They're not you're not gonna like, have your your boss and your wife sit in the back seat together as you drive like a cuck. Like, you're definitely going to be seeing it. Maybe he is a cuck. And now, yeah, well, in that case, and throw the whole lawsuit out. <laughs> oh, <damn>. uh, cuck. <laughs> cuck. Just gabbing. No, but like, honestly, like, it sucks Fuck. this happened, but at the same time, if I found that husband. Yeah, no. How the fuck don't you beat the shit out of this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, the, the story, like, the claim said there's the three of them in a car together. Like, yeah. I believe it happened, but I'm just saying, how the husband not do something about that? That's true. But anyways, um, even if it wasn't the husband, if I just witnessed someone in a car through people, I'd beat the shit out of the assailant. Yeah, I hear you. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I'd say twenty twenty, but at the same time, um, if you see if, is that, if everyone listening, if you see someone raping someone, beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Then call the police. <laughs> I found him <laughs> like this. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think anybody had a problem with that. Uh, anyways, anything more from these stories, though? Uh, nah. I got I had a rant. Uh, the Flames uh, have joined the Knights in the Jack Eichel sweepstakes. Yeah. Uh, Calgary. Yeah, Calgary. They're kind of like a scrappy, younger team. Um, I don't... I mean, they're, they're in... We'll get to them in the power rankings, but like they're they're top 10. They're, they're very, like... They've always been kind of, like, middle-bottom the last few years, where they're like, hey, we can make the playoffs, but we'll probably get bounced first round. Or even before that, that was like last year, the last yeah. few years. Even before that, they're like, okay, we're, we're like in the hunt and stuff like that. Um, getting Jack Eichel is completely changing. I feel we'll like he's going to the Knights, though. I think the Knights would be more of a dominant team, but mm. the, they make the Flames a better team, too. It would. Obviously, but I think, I think if you can put them on the Knights, the Knights are Stanley Cup bound. I think he's tired of losing. Yeah, absolutely. So he's probably going to be like, well, the, let's, get some, let's get some cups. Yeah. Oh, wait, baseball news. Uh, November 4th. Tomorrow, steel base, steel taco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is there a stolen base? Yeah, yeah. We got it. It's, it's oh, the fourth. Wow. It's tomorrow. So when you're listening to this, stop the recording. Go talk about get your free your taco. Because <laughs> I knew it happened. I didn't know the date. I didn't know the date. I didn't see it yet. They probably hate that shit. The taco bell? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do they do it for that? They do it for NBA finals too. If oh, yeah, the team is game. losing by halftime. And they come back to win in the NBA Finals game. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets to talk. You steal a game, steal a talk. That's crazy. Um, and then next up, Crosby debuted last week. But <sighs> he's good. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Tough. But hey, you know, the team was playing good without him. Yeah, for a beginning part. Then we kind of got. And we don't talk about the So, the so part, we were right? doing great without him and Malkin, right? Yeah. And then, uh, then we lost Russ. And Latang and Patterson and someone else, and then we still won a game against whoever. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, this young core is great." Then it went the okay. Way. We don't have any of our best players. Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna lose. Yeah, we got so that's where we're at right now. We're like five. We're five hundred. 
But at the same time, it's just, we, we were killing it. Then everyone just got COVID and now they're gone. Mm-hmm. Then there's also a big COVID outbreak in uh, San Jose with seven players affected. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Carlson is out. That's why I know yeah. about this outbreak because I have him fantasy. Um, yeah, we're we're quick. That's uh, yeah, that's all the headlines. Fantasy update: Everyone's hurt. I dropped like three players today because they're hurt. <laughs> um, TJ Oshie's on IR. Uh, oh, you picked TJ Oshie? I I got him late. I had to. I hate TJ Oshie. I do too. Timothy Jimothy Oshie. And then uh, obviously Kucherov still. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the power rankings. So uh, currently the power rankings have the Panthers at number one, Hurricanes at two, the St. Louis Blues at three, Capitals at four, Lightning at five. But if this COVID stuff picks up and they have to cut the season short, Lightning should be expected to move to number one. Mm-hmm. Then the Oilers at six, Flames at seven, Rangers at eight, Avalanche at nine, Islanders at ten, skip a few, Pens at 15. Yeah. I got. I I was gonna. I should have saved my penguins right for that, but I said it already, so we're good. All right. Well, with that, let's take it over to the NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. First of all, we're watching the net talks right now. It's pretty close in at first, but I love those Nets jerseys. Yeah, yeah, they released the a lot versions. of the uh, city jerseys. Do you yeah. have that already, or do you? Want no, to I, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have that um, yeah. because I. This may sound very like whatever. It's not. Mm. I've seen a lot of them because they released a lot of leaks like last year. Uh, so uh, I actually. this wasn't like any shocking to me. Yeah, but we could if you want to pull them up. We can yeah, go through them. I think, I, I, think I saved it. Uh, whenever I saw it. Yeah. How about how about we how about we both look at it real yeah, quick did, before we get started. You look at it and you do your top three. Okay. And I'll do my top three. Okay. Wait, I didn't pick a top three yet, but let me kind of go through them again. Mm-hmm. I think I already have mine. I need to like remind myself. So I, I can tell you my one and two. Well, good. Um, no particular order. Good. No particular order. My one and two are the Toronto Raptors and the Atlanta Hawks. I really like the Raptors, yeah. Love the throwback logo with the cartoon Raptor mm-hmm. uh, dribbling the ball. Then the Hawks, I love how the fucking Eagles wingspan is across the whole front of the jersey. Or I like the Hawks the ye- wingspan. I like, is it, it's yellow, isn't it? I'm, I'm yeah, it's here. yellow. Oh, yeah. Colorblind. The Toronto jersey is black and gold, and then the uh, Tor- uh, Atlanta jersey is like a yellow and red. Yeah, okay. Those okay. are those are my top two for sure. I, um, I, I like New York's. The black with the orange and the blue. I like it's yours. black and orange. There's yeah. No, there's no blue. Yeah, there is. If oh. it's on the sides a little. Yeah, inside the orange, there's another blue stripe going through it. Yeah. I do like them. They're not my favorites, though. Um, Ooh, Timberwolves probably, probably the Hornets. Or not the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. They're back. That's right. Yeah. The Hornets jerseys I like, and the Warriors I actually like, too. I like the Thunderbolts on the side. These are all pretty good. This is the first time in a while I like them all. Yeah, yeah. I really don't have a dislike of them, any of them. Um, I'm least a, favorite. Uh, my least favorite might be Dallas, or maybe... Uh, my vote is for Sacktown. Yeah. No, <laughs> New Orleans. Just a normal jersey. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans sucks. But Sacramento, Sacktown, yeah. that's a miss, bud. <laughs> that's, that's not it. Yeah, <laughs> you Try again. All right, so you have your top three? Uh, yeah, the, so Atlanta, Toronto, and Charlotte. Okay, I'm going to go. I really like Washington's. The Wizards. Let me see this shit. I really like the Timberwolves. Yeah, Washington's okay. Timberwolves is good. That was uh, that's top five for me at least. I really like the Bulls. The Bulls. 
little script Chicago. Yeah, kind of like 90s vibe a little bit. Um, but, okay, I won't put them in top three, but the Heat. So, at first, I hated it. Yeah, I, I want to know your thoughts on when I first, next. So, when I first saw the leak, I said, that is so dumb because we got rid of the Vice Cities mm-hmm. for this. And then I saw the photo shoot with them actually wearing it. Yeah, and it yeah. made me like it so much more. Yeah, it was the cover one with Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, like that. They make yeah. doesn't that look way sweeter does look on better. somebody than it does like this? Like, look, I mean, look at this picture. Yeah, compared, like that looks better than this. Mm-hmm. It's exact it like same water. Yeah, <laughs> but when you're wearing them and they're and the whole uniforms there, it makes it look better. So yeah. I don't think it's top three by any means. I feel that. And if anyone, anyone hated it, I would not like argue with them about it. Um, However, like, I really like it. Maybe OKC is one I don't like too. The white. Yeah, the white and the vertical. Okay, so I really like New York. I really like New York. good. Yeah, it's just standard classic. Then their last one. Yeah. It was like true. the Navy with like the fire department look, but like. Yeah, it's weird. It's like cool to honor them, but at the same time, like it's mm. just a weird jersey. All right. Yeah, that's a good talk. I kind of I kind of forgot. Like I said, I kind of forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I saw it because I wanted ago. to discuss them. Yeah, yeah no, I, I like that though. Um, all right, let's get to injuries. Obviously, there's a lot of injuries. Um, oh, yeah. A couple that I've not listed. On here, that off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure Drew Holiday has been suffering like day to day, game to mm-hmm. game injury. Brooke Lopez as well from mm-hmm. the Bucks. Um, there's a lot of game time decisions, like decisions, all that shit. Like it's not on here, but Joker got hurt, didn't miss a single game, but he's playing hurt, hurt. Yeah, which is not he's not playing like bad. He's not, yeah, he's not playing bad. He's not playing amazing. But uh, but just if you have him a fantasy like you do, That's just true. remember like. He, one of these days, he might just randomly not play yeah. and just arrest it. Mm-hmm. He might be resting here. That's fine by me, as long as yeah. it's not like long term. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's also questionable. Yeah, he's another one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Him, Zach Levine, Joker, yeah. AD, Bam. Like all these guys have a little, they're banged up, but they're not like missing games consistently enough. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering why they're not on these four injuries, it's that. Lori um, Markkinen is going to miss uh, several games due to health and safety protocols. Okay. All right, basically, I'm just saying about this now. Three of these four are all COVID-related. Chris Middleton out with COVID. He has COVID-19. So the Bucks later on Sunday, the last game the Bucks had, mm-hmm. um, it was Giannis like all their bench. Oh, God. He didn't have Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, Tobias Harris has COVID. And then okay. the biggest, one of the biggest blows of the week, I would say, is Patrick Williams from the Bulls out for season. Really? A dislocated wrist on his shooting hand. Damn. So that's something that was going to take a long time to recover from. I think he might have had surgery on it. That's tough. That's tough. And that sucks for the Bulls <laughs> because the Bulls don't really have depth. And Patrick nah. Williams is one of their younger guys who's really good off the bench. Or mm-hmm. if you want to throw him in the starting rotation, either one, he can do it. He gave you good minutes. And that just hurts the Bulls' depth. Like, is yeah. Are the Bulls' season completely doomed now? No. no. But when it comes to playoff time, would it be nice to have Patrick Williams? Yes. yes. Which, you know, this early in the season, the world out for season this early in the season, mm. maybe p- potential playoff return or last month of the season. I mean, mm. I remember last year when LaMelo Ball was out for season, he came back literally a month later. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this yeah. is a wrist injury, so like, <clears throat> it's not like an ACL tear. It was literally dislocated. I he think he was hurt, get hurt, surgery off season. Yeah, well, he's, he already got the surgery. Oh, yeah, That's why he's, they rolled him out for the season. Yeah. But like I said, like, maybe he can come back somehow, you mm. know? Um, so... If he can't, though, that's a big blow to the Bulls for sure. Yeah, I never really expected them to contend for a title, but like, I expected them to kind of get to the playoffs, maybe win a round, and then lose the next. 
Yeah, I mean, and let's they, say they don't have that depth yet, but they have a great fucking core. I agree. I agree. I think the only way they would be five contenders, sorry, if they um, pick someone else up on the uh, deadline, mm-hmm. because like at that point, then you're just like, okay, you're stacking. The like chips. next season, I think they could contend if they mm-hmm. make good offseason moves. I agree. Um, all right, let's get into headlines. Ben Simmons check. He's still on the Sixers. Yeah, so the Sixers, <laughs> the Sixers are frustrated with Ben Simmons' readiness to come back. You don't quote Ben has not been accepting any of the help that the team has offered him <laughs> in terms of helping him with his mental readiness. He's not been providing the team with any updates on what he's when he's going to come back. Dude, they're so stupid. You're trying to move this guy, and you got your pl- your staff coming out saying like, "Yeah, he kind of sucks, man." Like. Just say he's, like, cooperating with the team and he's doing this, doing that. What a fumble of a situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, just sell it like it's going well. So the team's like, oh, maybe he doesn't have his head up his ass anymore. Maybe we'll go sign him. Yeah. You know? But, like, every time the Sixers speak words out of their mouth about Ben Simmons, it's always negative. Why why would you, as a GM, say, yeah, we'll trade for a guy who's, like, refusing to get, like, help Mm -hmm. from the team and... All the stuff like it's it's such a bad move by the Sixers. Yeah, they're just terrible organization. Yeah, it's a bad, it's bad. Um, all right, next, Chris Paul passes Mark Jackson and Steve Nash in all-time assist leaders list to take the number three spot with ten thousand three hundred forty-six assists. Son of a bitch. Trivia. God damn it. You're probably I heard thinking, numbers and I was like, "Fuck!" Did you hear the stat? It's assist. Yeah, but did you hear who got no number three spot? Number three spot. He got Chris Paul got the number three spot in like career assists. Yeah, okay. And you're probably thinking, I think I'm going to ask you to one and two. I am not. Okay. Number one and two is John Stockton and Jason Kidd. As I was, which ask. that's also just a hint. Yeah, I'm asking you the top ten list. There's one not point guard on it. One not point guard. There's one guy who's not a point guard on the top ten list. So he's a shooting guard, small forward, forward or center. Who is it? Is it somebody I like? I know. Yeah, definitely. It's an all-time assist like thing. Obviously, it's gonna you're gonna need someone you know. Uh LeBron. Yeah. Okay. That's an easy one for you. I okay. just I want you to overthink it. I was starting to. I want so I, I, I like, asked that no, question. It's be easier instead of asking you who was ahead of him. Which I thought you were gonna think he was ready for. Yeah, I wanted to throw you completely off and just so you can just swing and miss on an easy LeBron toss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but good job, first try, nice. Uh, yeah, LeBron's number like eight on the list of all time assists. If you look at the rest that's, of, that's a monster. The other nine are all point guards. <laughs> that's just insane. Uh, but yeah, anyways, congrats, Chris Paul. Um, actually, can you look up the numbers for all time leading assists uh, NBA? I just want to see how far off he is from Jason Kidd, who's number two. I'm not really sure. I think it's. I think it's like kind of like this might be it. I, I was like, I'm looking because is Chris Paul gonna keep going? You know, but I think it's a pretty big margin. So John Stockton has fifteen thousand eight hundred six. Yeah. Jason Kidd has twelve thousand ninety one. Chris Paul 10, has ten thousand three hundred forty six. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, can LeBron James pass it when he has nine thousand three hundred or nine thousand seven hundred thirty-eight? No, touching John Stockton for a while. I don't think. What about Jason Kidd? With twelve, so three thousand more assists. Three thousand more a lot assists. Of assists. But he's going to be, you know, if he keeps playing longer and longer, 
and he's not as dominant, he might be passing more. Yeah, but you're th- you gotta think some people might barely even get the ten assists in a game. Yeah, it's not the same as points where like you drop forty, you drop forty or like a couple games in a row. Yeah, you right. know, assists are harder to like; they're not as easy. Um, next, Lou Williams said he is most likely gonna retire after the season. Um, he's very open about it. He last press conference he said. I just want to get this out publicly. This is probably my last season. He's going to open up a restaurant, Lemon Pepper Lou's. Mm-hmm. Um, all I got to say about that is I hope I hope the Hawks trade him to an actual contender. That would be kind of cool. So he gets a ring before he retires? Yeah. That would be I grew up. Lou, Lou well, <clears throat> so many teams, but they were all so like, mediocre playoff teams. Like yeah. The Hawks, I love the Hawks. They're great. Last Clippers. year, they're great. Uh, they, they're they not the finals contenders right now. Nah. Like, nah. like they, might, they might flirt with it. But even if they make the finals, they're losing. Mm, they're yeah, get, like they're not. They're not the team yet. Lou will. That. That's why I want him traded. Like the Clippers is his best chance. He had. I like, guess a higher career, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he was just wandering around. Um, the Bucks announced that they will be visiting the White House on November eighth. Not really care about that. Cool. Lamarcus Aldridge becomes the forty eighth person all time. Hey, yeah, I can't wait to see Biden try to say into the combo. That I'm looking forward to. That's true. But yeah, that's it. Cool. <laughs> uh, Lamarcus Aldridge becomes the 48th person all time to join the 20,000th 20, point club on Friday versus Pacers. God damn it. Name the other 47. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was kidding. I was kidding. There's no trigger with that one. I, I, I saw the headline and I said, oh, I should I should ask God to name the other 47 <laughs> yeah. people on the list. I'd be here. I would not. We would not finish recording. I, I don't even have. I didn't pull the list. I didn't pull the list. Um, next, the Nets owner slams anti anti vaxxers for hijacking the whole situation and taking Kyrie's side. He says that they don't really care about Kyrie Irving or his decision not to play. They're just pushing their own agendas and politics. That's very like bad. That's a very bad take. And also, I feel like the rebuttal to that is the same argument towards vaxxers. Yeah, you know. You don't really care about the Vaxxers. You <laughs> You're pushing your own agenda too, man. You just like, want to play basketball. We're just pushing agendas here, man. We're just pushing agendas. It's all society is anymore. We're just pushing agendas. It's all this other. is, yeah. Pushing it back and forth. Um, and the last headline is the Hornets offered Miles Bridges a four-year, $60 million extension, and he declined because he wants to bet on himself. I'm for that. I, I, thought, I think he can get more than that. I think he could too, depending mm-hmm. on where he goes. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, fucking Alex Caruso, I think, has more than that. <laughs> Crazy. And Miles Bridges is so much better than him. Crazy. All right, let's get to the players of the week. This is where I, this in the power rankings is where I'm going to get really like basketball horny. Okay. From I the think, West, I think I will as well. We have Rudy Gobert, 16.3 points, 15.5 rebounds, 2.3 blocks, and the Jazz went three and one. Damn. Very no. horny. It's my Western Conference team. I love Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. The best player of like the world. Yeah. At all times. For real. Um, <laughs> then the East. Jimmy Buckets, 28 points, yeah. 5.3 assists, 8 rebounds, and the Heat went 4-0 last week. I wanted him so bad in fantasy, but I knew I wasn't going to get him. I got, to, I got, I think my, since I had so many early on picks, mm-hmm. my like second and third picks were Jimmy and Bam. Yeah, yeah. He was so high on the rankings, yeah. and I was like, there's no way it's not falls to me. And, like, and Dan texted me immediately, fuck you, because I think he had Jimmy Butler for the last two years. Yeah. And I was like, his keeper? Yeah, because yeah, it was his keeper. Yeah, one of his two keepers. When we cut back to one, mm. he is between Cat and him, so he kept Cat, obviously. Cat got hurt. And he yeah. wanted to get, I think he was like two picks behind me, three picks behind me. 
and he wanted to get Jimmy so bad, and I, I grabbed him. He texted me, fuck you. I'm like, but <laughs> I own a Jimmy Butler jersey. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. going to take the what the fuck, dude, from you. Yeah. Like, I've been wanting Jimmy That's Butler fair. for years, and if you drafted him before me two years ago, then you kept him as a keeper. Like, yeah. like fuck. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. This this has been a good start to, for both my teams, both nice. the Jazz and the Heat. So, so that's nice. All right, deep three time. Then we'll get the Pirates. and we'll move on to football. Uh, a deep three. I have a Paul George thing, a Scottie Pippen thing, and I have a Boston Celtics thing. Let's get the Celtics out of the way. Kick the trash to the curb. All right, uh, trouble in Boston. Boston has had a really rocky start, and the Celtics glue guy Marcus Smart blames Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. After the collapse against the Bulls in the game that they should have won, Smart said, "Quote: I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys try to pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball, and that's something that they are going to learn." Um, one: How do you think these young stars will handle the public criticism from Marcus Smart? And two: Do you, uh, do you think they'll be open to learn after like getting called out publicly, or do you think this is going to drive a wedge between the teammates in the locker room? I hope for the latter, but I yeah. think I think they'll be fine. I, yeah. I think the stars will be okay, but I want to hear what the the Celtics fans think when their like mascot is calling out the fucking like star players. Well, I like, think who do they side with? I, I I think this is like a piss a poor attempt to like mama mentality type shit, you know? Yeah. Like fair. like I think Marcus Smart was going for like the tough love public like mm-hmm. criticism thing, which people like Kobe can do, people like Jimmy Butler can do, people who are like known for this kind of stuff can do. Okay. But Marcus Smart isn't like a Kobe. Yeah. He can't do that. It, just, it comes off of him being like a dick towards his young teammates, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, I, so I think a lot of the Celtics fans are probably like defending this and being like, oh, yeah, dude, like, Mamba mentality over here. But I mean, I think he's right to a degree. I mean, I don't know what their assist numbers are looking like and shit, but like, I mean, I've they been watching Celtics games, but they definitely have four shots instead of like. Passing. They do have like some talent on the team. Like Marcus Smart isn't like anything to write home about, but he can he can just slap some threes. And yeah. uh, Schroeder, he looked great last year for the Lakers. He's been doing solid. Yeah, so like I mean, you got guys you can toss it to. Yeah, um, I understand. I think this is just, and once again, I want to. I don't think this is a bad thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the younger guys. Like I think it's like just oh, good to get it out bad. there. I it's just really tough during the middle of like a really shitty start to a season. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be doing that. Nah, nah. <laughs> you can't be. I think I think it was just poor timing. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the matter? No. Let's take it over, Scotty. All right, Scotty Pippen uh, recently had a memoir, autobiography release. Okay. Where he basically shat on like a lot of his teammates and like a lot of people in the Bulls organization. And- I want to focus more on MJ. Okay, he shot on MJ? He shot on him. So, oh, nice. So, uh, it's in shambles. In his, Latin, his most recent book, okay. MJ said, uh, basically, Scotty went after MJ, calling him, like, uh, where is it? A horrible gambler. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> just, just real big jabs. That would be hilarious. Like, conceited, and it all, it's all about him. And all this stuff, right? He basically shot all the time. I believe it. Here, I'll give you a quote here, and this is referring to the last dance in particular. Okay. Yes. Okay. Even in the second episode, which is focused on for a while on my difficult upbringing and unlikely path to the NBA, the narrative turned immediately back to MJ and his determination to win. I was nothing more than a prop, his best teammate of all time. In quotes, he called me. He couldn't have been more conceited if he tried. Basically saying how it's, and even if he goes back to whenever 
M- and MJ and Scotty Pippen were on the team together. Scotty Pippen was considered one of the best players in the league, not just like a Robin his Batman, like one of the best players in the league. MJ got paid like thirty million dollars a year back then, which was a lot of money. Scotty Pippen barely made any money. He made like a couple mil a season. Like he didn't. He, he ended up out earning MJ in his career because he played longer. And he like as soon as he left the Bulls, he said, "I'm not taking any more pay cuts. Fuck this." Um, but basically, there's there's a lot of stuff to get into from that book. Um, what's his name? John Paxson. Apparently, called him like crying. Mm-hmm. Or, like try to talk to him about crying about something. And yeah, Pippen's like, "What a loser!" <laughs> like in his book, like. He basically went after a lot of people in the book, but he mainly hit the last dance. Oh, another thing he brought up. For the last dance, none of those other players got paid. Really? MJ got paid for the doc. No one else did. And Squad said, that's fucked up. (laughs) They probably tricked Dennis Rodman, though. Oh, Dennis Rodman (laughs) is like, here, we'll give you a fucking, some coke. Okay. (laughs) No, but yeah, Scotty kind of went after MJ, um, which that leads me to say... um, Oh, did you think this at all tarn not tarnishes like they still won six championships? But do you think this puts any kind of like stain on the legacy, knowing that like nah, the number nah. two guy hates the number one guy? Nah, like, it's interesting, but I don't think it puts a stain on his legacy. The only thing like for me is like yeah, I wouldn't put a stain, but it's kind of like now when people think about back that team back, they mm-hmm. they think of it a little differently. Like imagine if another dynasty like okay, well say like. Brady and Gronk actually hated each other. Yeah. And it came out like years later. It's like, oh, yeah. that's kind of weird. You know? Or like LeBron and D. Wade and Bosch, like, say, like, what if, like, mm. two of them, like, like D. Wade's ever calling LeBron conceited It's and tough shit. to even compare those because, like, Brady was doing this shit before Gronk even. Yeah. It did exemplify it, but. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a better. And then also. All right, how about Malkin and Crosby? Yeah. And imagine Malkin okay, coming out. One. Yeah. Saying Crosby because Malcolm's considered one of the best players. Dude. That's actually a very, that's that a very good, good comparison that because good one, yeah. those two obviously it's been the same kind of consistent too. Yeah, obviously it's been Crosby. He's been better than Malkin, but mm-hmm. Malkin's always up there as one of the best guys in the league. Yeah. What if, like, ten years, fifteen years from now, twenty years from now, Sid's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Gino <laughs> comes out and just shits all over Crosby, saying how good he is and all that shit. Like that would kind of like you look back at the Stanley Cups. Like, yeah, we won three Stanley Cups with this duo. Yeah. But, like, it does kind of take it away a little bit. I don't think it takes it away that much, though. But I think if we're comparing Jordan to LeBron and it's very, very close. And LeBron's such a better teammate. I'm favoring LeBron. I mean, I'm already, I already am. But, like, I would like to think from a non-biased standpoint, I would be favoring LeBron more so in that. Yeah. I mean, that's this whole other, like, angle I'm looking at players, like, how they interact with their team. And if, the, if you think MJ's, like, favorite, like, teammate and, like, best player. Mm-hmm. It was like they're all they're all cool and shit like that. You find out they're not. It's kind of weird. Um, no, but I'd suggest everyone like looking up Scotty Pippen shit. This is the only one I picked out. Yeah, but there's so much shit from it. He basically was like a tell-all, like in the Bulls. It would have been funny if he just threw like little jabs at him the whole time, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. He's a shit gambler. <laughs> all right, this last one I said it's Paul George, but it's not really Paul George. All right, well. This yeah. is something that I want you to not just listen to okay. for a second. Okay. Because this is a very interesting, but you need the whole thing here. So Paul George says the switch from the Spalding ball to the Wilson ball, because the NBA switch balls, like brands and stuff like that, All right. um, has definitely been a struggle this year. Quote, not to make an excuse or anything about the ball, but it's a different basketball, and I don't have the same touch and softness on the, uh, that he 
that the Spalding ball had. You'll see a lot of bad misses this year. I think you've seen a lot of air balls so far this season. Again, not trying to put excuse or blame on the basketball, but it is different. That's no secret. It's a different basketball. Um, I would like to say this is very weird that Paul George is the one saying this because Paul George is leading second in the league for points for points per game. How much do you think he got paid to say that? Well, so yeah, he's, <laughs> he's averaging twenty eight point three points per game, mm-hmm. which is second best in the league. And he's already saying how it's harding shooting and scoring so much harder at the new ball. Um, I was thinking like, what the fuck? So I started looking into it more. Yeah, there are players who are shooting significantly worse. One of which is his teammate Reggie Jackson. I and here's a step. So the players who are shooting under thirty percent from three with eight or more shots attempt per game this season. It's Reggie Jackson, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, Jordan Clarkson. So yeah. my question with you is, do you think this is even a thing? Like, Do you think this is having a bad start of the season? Or do you think the I ball think actually validity. makes a difference? I think there's some validity here. Yeah, so if I didn't throw in the stat and I just yeah, said, like, true. Paul George is complaining, you would probably be like, this is stupid, right? But well, throwing out the stat of, like, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. Dis- I would dismiss it less, but I think you know it's just one of those things. It'll it'll pick up. Yeah, well, like, I, even if it's just for Paul George or if it's for anybody else, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I think Paul George has been the guy speaking about, but he doesn't actually mean. It. I think you're saying. Yeah. I think I think he's saying it for people who just aren't who are mm-hmm. struggling. They won't say it. Yeah, because yeah. imagine if you're in a shooting sh- like slump. And you're like, this ball sucks. Yeah, you can't like you just sound like a whiny old bitch. Yeah, but yeah. Paul George is out here like just speaking up for like his teammate Reggie Jackson and stuff. Like, because hey, Paul, say something. You're, you're the leading scorer right now. Hey, man, you're killing. Me. He was like <laughs> complaining about these balls. Um, now here's the thing. I don't think why I don't think the ball is a big difference. Mm-hmm. One, I forget who it is, so I can't sort. I can't credit it, and I can't really like search because I heard it like on a podcast. Maybe part of my take. Um. There's some NBA insider who said the the ball change will make zero difference. Okay. So I like I, I kind of with that, and then my other thing with it is they didn't just like surprise switch the ball on them. Why can't they just be shooting with Wilson's all off season? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Too. Like, like if if it takes the time to get used to like the grippiness or like the second I hear that, I'm going and buying a Wilson ball. Yeah, like, I'm and sure I'm the whole the practice field is full of Wilson balls. Yeah. Like, I think that's more of, like, obviously it's tough to say it's an excuse. Yeah. Because it's not, Paul George, is, it's not affecting Paul George, he, even though he's the one coming out about it. He's, it's not affecting him. Yeah. It's not really an excuse. But, like, you know, like, I don't understand how people are struggling with the new balls if, like, you can just practice all offseason. Exactly. I don't get it. I, meh. But I, I do think Paul George got paid for those statements. Oh, he definitely had it. He definitely, he definitely, he definitely got called up by Smalley, and they're like, hey. <laughs> I even think about Spalding being the one who paid yeah, him. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like Spalding's yeah. like, hey, can you talk shit on Wilson? <laughs> It'll come a lot better from you being the leading scorer right now instead of like Reggie Jackson. Or Wilson pops bills. <laughs> yeah. like, you start whispering around the office. Yeah. <laughs> All right, power rankings. Let's move on to football. All right. Um, this is where me and you are gonna stroke around dicks a little bit. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, the power rankings. The Miami Heat. We're six and one. We're hey, first I'm big on the Heat. I got Tyler Hero now. First I'm in the a East. Heat fan. Tyler, Tyler Hero is sixth man of the year. Yep. He's averaging over twenty two points off the bench. Yep. Just insane. Got him for a night. Um, we are killing it defensively. Uh, the stat that we're really big on is transition, like points and shit like that. Mm-hmm. One, one thing. So one game we lost. Only game we didn't have Kyle Lowry. 
Kyle, you look at Kyle Lowry's stats, they're not like popping off the page. They're very like good. Mm-hmm. And like he's playing very well with the whole team. But what's killing it is like what he's killing it is I'm pretty sure he's leading the league in like passes to start fast breaks. Mm-hmm. So like our yeah. great defense is transitioning to fast break offense, which is like huge for us. And we've so we lost our one game to the Pacers in overtime barely. Mm-hmm. All the other games were like blowouts. And we played like the Bucks, we played the Nets, we played the Mavs, we played the Grizzlies. We play all these good teams. Competent like, teams, yeah. Yeah, like we're we're not like just playing a bunch of like scrub teams. Like we're actually mm-hmm. playing good teams and we're actually playing really well right now. Um this is like probably the highest I've been on the Heat since LeBron days. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Like I'm very, very excited. Yeah, I would right be now. too. They're looking really fucking good. Like, like, like you said, Tyler Hero is up for six man of the year for sure. Yeah, this was like a I I think we can be sleepers in the East. Then now I think we are have to be the favorites right now. As as long as Kyrie doesn't come back for the Nets. I think we should be the favorites. Yeah. Which I got the Celtics fell apart. Then you got the fucking... The whole Sixer situation. The Bucks. Oh, it's not like Joe Embiid's playing hurt. The Bucks, But you can beat the Bucks. You've done that multiple times. They they swept us last year. Yeah. But the year before that, we beat them Mm -hmm. as a fifth season. They're one. Four to one. And we beat them by 40 in the season opener this year. Yeah. That was a tough sweep last year. Yeah. It, it was bad, but we, uh, everything we had wrong with us, like Seems, we fixed yeah, in the offseason. Right. Yeah, but we need depth in the big guy position, and Markeith Morris and PJ Tucker have been loving the Miami Heat right now, mm-hmm. and the fans have been loving them because they've been doing their part. Um, number two, my other team, the Jazz. They're six and one, first in the West. So my Eastern Conference team, my Western Conference team are both number one in, the, in their conferences. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm way more excited about the Heat than the Jazz. Of course, the That's Jazz true. are more of the whenever Heat aren't good, I'm cheering for them more mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, I hear that. Um, but like it's still in the Western playoffs. If it's a Jazz Heat Finals, it'll be sweet. I'm mm-hmm. just obviously cheering for the Heat. Um, so last year, you know how they did really good. Yeah, yeah. This is the best start the Jazz had since 0809. That's kind of wild to me. They they did better this year than last year so far. Yeah, um, I mean it, they got to just do this in the playoffs. That's all. Yeah, that's that's the only issue. Like, it's like down the stretch. Like they they can be like they can be like the Capitals of the of the regular season. If they they're like the Bucks days. two years ago. You know, they skip number one seed after mm-hmm. number one seed and do really good, and they get bounced in the playoffs. Yep. The same with them, the Caps. Like, they won one championship, and they won how many presidents trophies? Like, were they the best <laughs> records? Like, they always have the best record in the league, and is always lost in the second round. Yeah, I hear that. Um, so that's a little hump they need to get over. Number three, the Warriors. They're, not, they're five and one, second in the West. Mm-hmm. The Warriors have a really good start of the season without having Clay. Clay is very close to returning, apparently. Um, so I think that will just make them even better. Yeah, of course, naturally. Now, number four. The New York Knicks, Knicks are back. five and two, third in the East, and I don't have any notes for them. I'm gonna let you talk. So, I mean, the Knicks are killing it. Kemba's bing looking... bong, huh? You've been seeing bing bong, yeah, <laughs> dude. You gotta get a bing bong shirt, dude. But Kem- Kemba's been looking good. Fournier, he's he's had some hit or miss games, but overall, I'd say he's looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, then Randall's still killing it. R.J. Barrett's still killing it. Like we have a great team here. Obi's um, been killing it. Off yeah, Obi. He's having Obi's very been solid minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, I'm not like as excited as, as you are with the heat, obviously. I think there will be a drop off point that I am concerned about, but right now it's looking great and it's looking like we could probably win a first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Depending on the matchup. I think, I think, I think you definitely can. And I think, I just hope we keep it up so we maintain a higher seed. So we play a less talented team in the playoffs. Um, I, I think honestly, the pace you guys are in right now, you guys could be buyers at the deadline. Yeah, you have, you have a lot of young guys who aren't getting mm-hmm. paid that much. You definitely have cap room. And it's a big market. 
Yeah, absolutely. And if you, like I said, it's a big market, and if you guys are playing well, it's fun to play there. Yeah, exactly. Played Madison Square. Tibbs is a good coach too. And Tibbs is a great coach. Mm-hmm. Nick's the passion fan base. Ma- Madison Square is a mecca of basketball. Yeah, like big market, New York City. The only thing that like had people turned away from the New York, New York Knicks for so long is how bad they were. Mm-hmm. But they're exactly. looking up right now. They have so much potential that I think even this year, if you don't get deadline guys or like you get a first round bump. I think that's a free agent destination for a couple years now. Yeah, I think so too. Which why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just glad like everybody's keeping it up and improving as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's not just Randall. Like last year this time it was just Julius Randall killing it, mm-hmm. and it was like that's awesome. But like Kemba's playing, keep playing way better than he had. Mm-hmm. And it's a couple years in yeah. Boston. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like we just like took these players from Boston. They're like, ah, fucking take them, and then they're just killing it with us. And Boston's crumbling. <laughs> yeah, Boston's crumbling. Yeah. Uh, number five, the Bulls. Six and one, mm-hmm. second in the East. Um, yes, the Knicks are higher than the Bulls. The Bulls are higher than the standings. Um, and that's mainly because they lost Patrick Williams. So we we already talked about the Bulls a lot. So I'm not gonna harp on it anymore. Really good team. They need depth. Yeah, losing yeah. their best depth guy sucks. <clears throat> Number six, the Sixers. They're five and two, fourth in the East. So they so we obviously know the Benjamin situation is still going on. Um, besides missing him though, defensively they've been playing very well. Yeah, like you, like he was the best defensive player on that team, mm-hmm. and you don't have him, so you think the defensive efficiency will go down, but it hasn't been. It's been, it's been good. killing it. Yeah, it's good for them. Their defense has been killing it. My only concern right now for the Sixers, obviously, the Ben Simmons situation. They obviously need to get traded. That's one thing. But Joel Embiid has a bum knee, and he's playing through it because they know that he's no Ben Simmons. Like he, he's like the guy. Yeah. So my only concern is if he gets a serious injury. Yeah, that's because you can't be if you can't be like how injury prone he is, just playing through an injury because mm-hmm. you need to keep playing. Like they need to like it's not good. they need to like get, make get, a move, make a move, or rest and be before he gets a season like ending injury. Like mm-hmm. you know that's yeah, what yeah. that's the only concern for Philly right now. I think mm-hmm. number seven, the Nets. They're four and three, eighth in the East. James Harden is averaging fewer points per game than he has ever <laughs> since he was a bench player in OKC. <sighs> He, he, he was averaging more points as a bench player in OKC than he is right this now. This might be the first year we don't see uh, Harden in the in the MVP vote at the end of the year. Yeah, which and may, like, I mean, he can always turn it around. Yeah, he can. But, like, since he was on OKC, probably. But this is also, like, 17 points per game, 18 points per game. But for a normal, normal mm-hmm. person, it's not fine. It's like, that's all Holy has to dig himself out of. But I agree. I agree. It's a foul thing, dude. I, I was about it's to say the, that. I was about to say that. Foul it's foul a foul thing. thing. That's how he got most of You know, it's pissing him off because he keeps bitching about it in the media. Yeah, so like it's killing him like it's mentally. Him. It's definitely the foul line. He, he's not getting the lines. So he's not getting easy points. Yeah, he's like, oh, the rest are out to get me. It's like, no, dude, you fucking like selling this shit like a sideshow so, attraction. We we made a rule, <laughs> yeah. and and that's it. <laughs> There's nothing that, else. Like fucking yeah. Oh, I'm just so happy they put that rule in because it was just getting ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, number eight, the Nuggets, four and three, six in the West. Joker going down last week was scary. But in the same time, and the Nuggets turned a two-game losing streak into a two-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Porter Jr. hasn't been shooting well, actually 33%, which isn't great to see from a guy who paid a lot in the offseason. But still early, still a great team, and they still don't have Jamal Murray. Yeah. So that's, that's why I, I agree with them here. Kind of similar to Embiid. Maybe just sit Joker for a game. Yeah, you have to. Two, you don't just, want to you want yeah. a serious injury. You gotta, yeah, like, exactly. you got to... Maybe on the road, back to back road games, don't play one of them. Mm-hmm. Or even just on a road game, real quick, just, hey, you want to take, take the night off. Yeah. Um, number nine, the Lakers, five and three, third in the West. Improving. Um, 
Carmelo Anthony has been a very big surprise off the bench, giving uh, the Lakers a big boost, so both funny. offensive and defensive. And uh, the Lakers' big three have been very well when they play together. Yeah. So, like, if everyone stays healthy, this once again, it's, it's, it's what we've been saying about the Lakers since the beginning of the season. The Lakers are an old team. If everyone stays healthy, they will be fine. Yeah, um, like you're saying, but plus, I think it's very good for them that they're performing this well together this early. Yeah, I agree. Because I would have expected this more like towards the uh, All Star break. Absolutely, like yeah. they, they they have their struggles in yeah, already turning their first game. Yeah, and we we're like, yeah, this might be going on till like December or something like that. But then, yeah. nope, they turned it around like the next that, week. That's what that's very impressive about this team is like, mm-hmm. like they start off really rocky, and like you said, they should probably be turning around like later. But they're dairy did it. They lost what the first game, won the second, and dropped two more. Yeah, they won four straight. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're they've been killing it. Um. Number ten. Oh, I don't ever. I didn't have to listen to notes. Did you see when the Lakers played the Thunder and they lost the Thunder? And at the end, that one young guy like took a breakaway and slammed it, and Russ tried tried fighting him. Who was? Who's the younger guy? I I, I on OKC. Yeah, the Blazer or something like that. Bla- not Blazer. The rookie, but, Giddy. No, 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 no. It, it's like a guy I never heard of. Like, uh, I, okay. I would. I know. No, I didn't see that. It's like a Bowser or something like that. I don't know. It's like one of those like. Oh, young guy took intercepted a pass and took it all the way. No, he could have iced the clock out mm-hmm. and slammed it. And Russ, Russ got pissed. <laughs> and like, they had to get separated. It's kind of funny. That's funny. Um, then finally, number ten, the Bucks are four and four, tenth in the East. The Bucks are so banged up right now. Like last last week, last weekend, they uh, is literally like I said Giannis by himself. Like days yeah. days need to get healthy, it'll be fine. Circa twenty seventeen, Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> just Giannis. All right, anything for basketball I didn't say? Uh, no. No, go Knicks, go Heat. All right, go Knicks, go Heat, and let's take it over to football. All right, and NFL Week 8 is in the books. Let's recap a little bit, shall we? Uh, we shall. So, uh, the way it started out, Thursday Night Football... Game of the week, possibly. Uh, Packers versus Cardinals. Um, how do I put this? AJ Green essentially turned the controller off early. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And the Cardinals lost. That was great. <laughs> That's tough for Kyler Murray, man. Like they were literally like what on the five or ten or something like that. Yeah, they were. They were the first goal or second. Yeah, yeah and and he and Kyler Murray throws a fucking dart to AJ Green. Why to like should have should have at least be able to make a catch? I think if if he turned if he was turned the that correct was an easy way, catch. yeah, that was an easy catch. So he is AJ Green essentially came out on the route. It was like a slant, I guess. It was supposed to be a fade, but it was a slant. And AJ Green went to the left, and the ball went to the right, and fucking was intercepted by the defender. Yeah, and that sealed <laughs> the game. Sealed the game. Packers won. Like even if he had some kind of alertness, he could have batted away from being intercepted, and they had another. Yeah, game. and the thing is, they it wasn't were, like it was fourth down. It wasn't like it was running out of time. Yeah, and the thing is, Packers were up three points, so like they could have kicked the field goal and at least tied. But mm-hmm. the Packers ended up winning twenty four to twenty one. You had the Packers. I had the Cardinals. Of course, <laughs> I had the money. Yeah, I made the money on that. But um, anything else from that game, though? Oh uh, no, sir. Yeah, it's pretty pretty much uh. Good game. It was a good game. I enjoyed Very it. Very solid. I like. It was the, just crazy at the end how AJ Green just shut his it controller is, off. It, 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 it kind of sucks. That was such a good game. It sucks that it came down to yeah, shit that. play like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, uh, Sunday football, one o'clock game. So the first up, the Panthers versus the Falcons. 
We both took the Falcons. We're riding high on the crack, and the Panthers won 19-13. to The crack struck back. Yeah, the crack struck back. I was so high on the Falcons. I thought this was a lock, dude. Well, Panthers look so bad. and oh, Cal- it stinks. Cal Ridley. Yeah, yeah. That stinks. We, we didn't call that. Yeah, we, we were in the anticipation that Calvin Ridley was playing. We were under the impression that the, his best receiver is not going to randomly retire. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, anything else for this game, though? Um, no, it just, that just sucks, yeah. which I don't want to get too much into because we'll probably get back to it later. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. Next up, the Titans versus the Colts. Titans, uh, it was tied game, went into overtime. Titans won 34-31 after Carson Wentz threw two interceptions at the end of the game. <laughs> Good old Carson two minutes. Yeah, I really thought the Colts were going to win this man, but they just stopped running Jonathan Taylor at halftime. Which is and that, they that's lost. Their, that should be their whole offense. <laughs> that should be. They should they should run slants to Michael Pittman Dude. and rush it up the middle of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Michael Pittman Pittman killed. He had two touchdowns. Uh, it looks like a great wide receiver one, honestly. Absolutely. But, I had him last year in fantasy, and I have him this year in fantasy for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm big on Michael Pittman. Good for the Titans because um, looks like some dark days are approaching. Yeah. More on that later, though. <laughs> uh, next up, the Dolphins versus the Bills. Uh, it was a little bit tight at first, but the Bills came out on top in the end, twenty-six to eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, who did two even play? No, yeah, but, I think uh, so. Yeah, two played. Devontae Parker actually looked all right too. He yeah, came back a little bit. Um, Emmanuel Sanders didn't even have a catch. That was the craziest thing. Um, I, I I don't regret this, but our buddy Owen from Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm like his shadow GM, <laughs> so he runs all moves by me, and I have to approve him. And like I, I negotiate. He's the middleman for my negotiations against his friends at from yeah. home. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's not tough because like it's not a bad move at all. But someone wanted Emmanuel Sanders. I said, don't do it. Uh, no, he put up a goose. And he put up a goose egg. I so, mean, it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a flying. But the, the thing. No, I the negotiate the trade offer was insane. Mm-hmm. Like it was unnecessary ra- a roundabout. Because the guy wanted Kirk Cousins because he needed a quarterback. And, <laughs> and fucking Owen has Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and, like, Joe Burrow. <laughs> I was like, you don't need all three. That's so Yeah, he had, he had all three because he couldn't pick. And I said, you don't need all three. You don't need to do this crazy trade. Just throw out there Kirk Cousins for, like, Christian Kirk. Kirk for Kirk. Make it <laughs> play it off like that. And he did it. That's a good. That's a really good deal on Owen. Yeah, it is a good deal. Yeah. But at the same time, like the guy wanted like Manuel Sanders. Third quarterback. <laughs> yeah, should have three quarterbacks on roster, but um, that's that's not. I did not sign off on that move. Yeah. Anything else from that game though? No. All Maybe right. no game we're talking about. What was it? Uh, the Dolphins Bills. Oh no, I don't know what I did with that game. Next up, surprise of the week: the Jets won against the Bungles, thirty-four to thirty-one. Holy fucking shit! More on that later though. Mike Mike White. Mike White. White Power? Yeah. <laughs> Make the shirts. Make the shirts. Fire up the press. Wait, what? stop making the shirts. We didn't think this through. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. To what would you say? Cancel the order. A Mike White Power? <laughs> oh, no. We're going to turn on the Mike White Power, and it's like a fist going down, yeah. but it looks just like a fist. Oh, oh my shit. God. By the way, uh, so, so I forgot to mention this, too. So we both had the Falcons. I had the Colts. You had the Titans. We both had the Bills. And we both had the Bungles. Um, so, yeah, so you got the point out of those, that grouping. Um, next up, Steelers. Here we go. Steelers. Here, Here we, we go. go. Pittsburgh's going to make the seventh Super. seed. Super Bowl. <laughs> seventh seed Super Bowl. Uh, uh, Steelers won 15-10. to 10. Uh, The Browns. 
is the Browns. Uh, uh, yeah, they're the Browns. Yes. About it. More on, on that later. later. <laughs> uh, no, the, te- no, the team looked good. Uh, Najee Harris had a good game. Um, man, just overall, Freemuth was looking great too. Like actually getting some tight end action. Freemuth, Freemuth that yeah. catch was insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That catch was insane. Yeah. Uh, but also at this game, yeah, we looked we some we looked good. All time stupidest goal ever. Yeah, that fake kick. Yeah, no, <laughs> so yeah. bad, dude. Just like I didn't think Boswell was a good thrower. Yeah, kickers normally aren't good throwers, anyways. But but then like that play call was just like that route choice was just so bad, and then he just gets sacked or whatever the fuck it's called. It shoved it's out of bounds. Yeah, he yeah, got, and he fucking got hurt. He got concussed. concussed. That is, and so the rest of the game. We could have won that game by so much more than 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just, we could, didn't have a kicker. We couldn't take extra points. We couldn't do anything like that. Yeah. Um, Such a crack And game. we should have just had, we should have just had kicked that field goal. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like we would have been up, this halftime is three to three. That would have made six through. We get ball back after half, mm-hmm. our ball, score again. That makes it 13 three. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly. great. But we did it. And we, we, <laughs> and we, we heard our kicker. Yeah. Uh, Percy Harvin, or not Percy. That's a bold guy. Uh, Presley Harvin, our what punter, name. What a name. Uh, kicked it out of bounds off a kickoff. Like, how does a punter not know how to yeah, kick off? Yeah, that was bad. And that's like a fucking 40-yard penalty. Like, yeah, that's insane. But, all right. That's that's all I got to say about it. Uh, Mike Tomlin, not a winning of the week. But if we lost this game, he would have been number one. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, that, was a, that was a potential weenie-making move. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Next up, though, uh, the Eagles versus – oh, I have this Browns you the Steelers. So. Yeah. You did get the year, so. Yeah. I, I, I probably would have gone Browns in this situation. Well, you're going to have to keep for the curse. You're going to have to get Yeah, yeah. But I think even without the curse, I think I would have gone Browns, to be yeah. honest. Uh, next up, though, the beatdown of the week, the Eagles versus Lions. 44-6, to six, the Eagles won by. Oh, my God. This is another. Their defense shattered this the is Lions, a, dude. This is another potential weenie that I did not choose because I felt so bad for Lions fans. <laughs> I can't. You can't even call the Lions weenies. <laughs> it's just so sad. <laughs> It's sad. This is the only. It's like one of the only games people thought they're gonna win. Everyone bet the Lions, and that's why I think they ended up being crushed. Dude, it's so sad, dude. I've never sad. seen like a, the entire like fan base community just support the Lions in their troubles. You know, like like hey guys, don't worry, it'll get better. Like pat them on the back. This oh, is it's insane. so rough, man. Um, it's insane. I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Like. Because Miles Sanders was hurt, too. So the Eagles starting running back was out. Boston Scott absolutely shattered expectations. Jalen Hurts only put up 103 passing yards. Yeah, no yeah. Interceptions. He, he did some running. Yeah. He, he did some running. Yeah, he ran. They, they just ran all over the Lions, and that's how they won. <laughs> Jared Goff took five sacks. Mm-hmm. The defense stepped up. That was a huge, another big ad for me on the uh, bye week situation. Eagles defense. That's good. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. They got me like, I think they got me like 19 points. Yeah, I have the Cowboys this week on my bye. Um, anything else from this game? They're playing the Broncos, which could be good. Um, I just feel so bad for the Lions fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Then next up, the Rams versus the Texans. was initially a beatdown. Uh, the, the Rams were up 38 to, uh, I think, 5 at one point. <laughs> and then the Texans came back towards the end of the game, but it still didn't matter because they won 38-22. It's 30 to nothing. Yeah. Oh, and I had the uh, new, uh, Detroit style pick them on that Eagles game. Yeah. I got the Eagles there. Right well, honestly, anytime it's my turn to pick the spread, I always just pick the lines. Yeah. 
I, I'm just so bad at gauging their spreads. I just go for the. You look like genius when you get them though. You keep doing. If I ever do, if I ever give them. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, the Rams are good. The Texans stink. Mm-hmm. That's about all there is here. Then next up, the 49ers versus the Bears. No Matt Nagy, but still problems for the Bears. 49ers won 33-22. The Bears honestly didn't look that bad. uh, No, no, Justin Fields looked pretty decent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he ran for 103 yards Mm -hmm. and passed for 175. Yeah. Uh, One interception, one pass touchdown. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. He didn't do the worst. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had the 49ers. You had the Bears. Next game. Patriots versus Chargers. What is happening? What happened to the Chargers, man? It killed me in fantasy again. That's wild, dude. They fell off a cliff. Yeah, I thought they were going to bounce back off the bye. Maybe not slaughter the Patriots, but, like, win. You know what I mean? Like, put up a good game, good enough to win. And, boy, they stunk. I mean, it looked closer than it actually was, but, like, Patriots won 27-24. Herbert looked... Bad. Uh, he had, I think, they just kept feeding it to Keenan Allen, and it just did not work out. Mike Williams only had like two touchdowns, uh, two interceptions for Herbert. Yeah, yeah, not a great game. Eckler had an all right game, but it was more because of the PPR situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just like Mike Williams was just non-existent for the most part. Typical Belichick shutting down mm-hmm. your best player, but um, it's yeah, awful. it is what it is. But Patriots won. We both had the Chargers. So we both lost the point there. Next up, the Jaguars versus Seahawks. James Robinson went down with an injury, so uh, the Seahawks absolutely decimated the Jaguars, thirty-one to seven. I mean, not no surprise here, I guess. I mean, we both picked the Seahawks, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean Jaguars are trash. They literally have nobody if James Robinson is playing. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, then next up, another kind of surprise of the week here, Saints versus the Buccaneers. The Saints won 36-27, to even with James Winston uh, going down with an injury. Um, Tom Brady's number is had by the Saints. It's insane. It's crazy. Not in the playoffs. It wasn't even a Drew Brees thing. Yeah, not in the playoffs. But, but the regular season, yeah. Bucs have their number. Mm-hmm. The Saints have their number, I mean. Yeah, so I think Simeon came in. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Yeah, he's played for the Broncos. Yeah, he came in because uh, when Jameis went down and, uh, what was it, Taysom Hill, I think, was already hurt for the game. So, it was just crazy that they won this game. <laughs> it was nuts to me. But, overall, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we both had the Bucks. We both lost the point there. Next up, the Broncos versus the No Names. Another kind of trash game, for the most part. This is, I did not watch it. Yeah. Even though I had my money on it and I had to pick them on it, <laughs> yeah. I did not watch a second of this. Yeah, um, the Broncos won 17-10. I had the Broncos, you had the no-names. Next up, Cowboys versus the Vikings on Sunday Night Football. Um, no Dak, no problem. Cooper Rush came in. Helped, helped win him the game, 20-16. to 16. Uh, Primetime Kirk. Oh, he sucks. Primetime Kirk. See, we both picked the Cowboys prior to knowing Dak wasn't playing. And, and I so still on. was not concerned. I was not at all. <laughs> yeah. If you would have said we're going to take a bag, I'd say no. Because yeah. I was like, you know, it's primetime Kirk, though. Like, um, it can't be that good. <laughs> uh, crazy, crazy stat of the game. Mm-hmm. First time in NFL history that someone, Cooper passed to Cooper. Like, yeah. a name passed to a name. Yeah. That's kind of wild. That's pretty sweet. Cooper rushed to Mari Cooper. Yeah. Oh, backtracking the Saints game. Did you see their post-game celebration? 
With Jameis? <laughs> that is so funny. Just trap music, fog smoke, lights flickering, and James is just like it is cut to James on his crutches. Hopping on one foot with his crutches <laughs> with a torn ACL, just loving it. <laughs> Protect Jameis at all costs. He's the man. What a gem. Besides groping <laughs> that chick, like he's pretty yeah. sweet. Then uh, Monday Night Football, the Chiefs versus the Giants. The Chiefs won 20 to 17. Chiefs still stink. I thought they were going to destroy this game. I thought they were going to be, and it was so close. The momentum to bring yeah. them back yeah. to life, and then fucking I don't know how Patrick Mahomes puts up with these two on a regular basis, but his wife like posted a video after the game, like everybody didn't believe in us, thought we were done. Here we are, back in the winner's section, like shit like that. It's like you beat the Giants by three points. Like yeah. what are you riding home about? Like you're cr- <laughs> like she's insane. Dude. I would hate my life if I had to be Patrick Mahomes and deal with those two all the time. I, I still have any time something like that. When either so of them do shit. something, that one video of them, like, him at the dinner table, like, looking <laughs> all down while, like, Jackson Mahomes and his wife are doing a TikTok together. <laughs> that video always serves as anytime oh either God. of them do something stupid. And it's so Dude, funny. Dude, he... I was, it was funny. I was watching... I looked at comments on the video. Yeah. And it was like, Giselle would never. <laughs> Giselle would never. <laughs> Oh, man. But we both had the Chiefs. We both got that point. Overall in the week, I got a slight edge on you. Um, but the score is now 86 to 77. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't call it a comeback. I won't. Don't worry, bud. <laughs> and anything else from week eight? Uh, ooh. From the recap, Monday Night Football? No. All right. Let's take it over to the injury report. It's hefty this week. Yes, sir. First up, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas is two to miss the remainder of the season with a setback to his ankle injury. Sucks. Your boy. I know. I dropped him. Then, just dropped today, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19, and he will not play in week nine. Mm-hmm. Um, this Thursday against the Chiefs, yeah. Then, Saints quarterback is kind of alluded to. James Winston suffered a torn ACL with MCL damage, and he will miss the remainder of the season. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. And the big one from the week, Titans running back Derrick Henry undergoes foot surgery. There's no timeline on his return. The rumors are a minimum eight weeks. It's At first it was, could, we'll miss the entire season, then it came back to mm-hmm. slight chance he comes Yeah, back. I mean, if they make the playoffs, he could come back to the playoffs. But mm-hmm. not having Derrick Henry is going to be tough. I think they did play like the tougher part of their schedule, though. So, mm-hmm. And Tannehill, whenever Derrick Henry's out, does look a lot better. And so this is where we're yeah we're gonna see a big what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold suffered a concussion in the win over Atlanta. JT Barrett took over in the game and looked pretty good. Uh, then Jaguars running back James Robinson suffered a bruised heel in the loss to the Seahawks. He, av- he it appears he avoided major injury, but they may just rest him for a week for precaution. Then Broncos tight end Noah Font tested positive for COVID nineteen. It's likely he will miss Sunday's game unless he can produce two negative test results beforehand. Big big hit for the Broncos a little often to have. Yeah, I mean, who are they playing against, didn't you say? The Cowboys, the Cowboys. were? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose that game anyways. Um, next up, like we're kind of saying, Steelers kicker Chris Boswell suffered a concussion on a fake kick and will probably miss Monday's game against the Bears. Not a big deal. Yeah, anyone just don't it. kick the ball. Yeah, anyone can kick a field goal. Then Packers tight end Robert Tanyan tore his left, left ACL versus the Cardinals. It was a clear tear with no lateral damage, and there's no sh- not we're not sure of a timetable at this time. Uh, sucks. I have him fancy. Mm-hmm. However, 
I, he was my backup for George Kittle, who is back this week. Good timing. It's a perfect timing. Good timing. It sucks for Tanyan, but it's perfect timing for me. Then, like we said earlier, Eagles running back Miles Sanders will miss the next two weeks minimum with an ankle injury. He was placed on IR mm-hmm. after he recorded before Sunday. And then J.J. Watt, I think we mentioned this last week, but he will yeah. miss the remainder of the season with the shoulder surgery. I think that broke. Yeah, it might have broke It broke mid-pod, and I... No, it broke mid-pod, because I remember saying it to oh, you. Oh, we like, I think I interrupted, and you were like, oh, we're no like, way. Fuck the Packers! <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's that is what happened. Yeah. I, I said we're to like you, in pop culture, and you were like, I said yeah. to you, and you're like, no, he did it. Yeah. He literally did. Same old JJ. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's take it over to the major headlines. Uh, Rams released their wide receiver to John Jackson after not being able to secure a trade that uh, trade before the deadline, and it looks like the Raiders will be the likely destination because the big story from the week: Henry Ruggs III was arrested on a DUI charge. Which resulted in death. Uh, he was released by the Raiders, I think, yesterday, like break of dawn. Um, yeah. He was apparently going 106 miles per hour, had a load of weapon in the car. Yeah, 156. Or 156, my bad. Yeah, yeah, 156 miles per hour with a loaded gun in the car and had, uh, he was twice over the legal limit. Yeah, he blew a .16. It's insane. It's insane. But dude, how dumb can you be? Yeah, what a fuck. <laughs> like, you. We'll get to more on that later. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I can just get every late now, but we'll wait. Then uh, next up, so we'll dive in more. I'll save, we'll save this for your leans. Kevin Stefanski. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> then uh, Steelers traded Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs for a 2022 sixth round pick. Cue the meme of Al Simpson walking into the bar, putting his hat on the coat rack, <laughs> then turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, back on and leaving. I, I, it sucks. I think we should have got way more than a six round. I think from. so too, dude. It's because he was playing well. At least, a, literally, at least a fourth. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, and it's like we got him for a six. Like you literally, it was like a no harm, no foul thing. But like that's a wussy move. Yeah. Um, we got we got him a free agency. I thought we tra- I thought we traded for him. We got him a free agency. Oh, okay. We signed a one year deal with us. Maybe I was confusing something. Uh, and then the Titans signed former running back Adrian Peterson to the squad following the Derrick Henry injury. It appears that McNichols will be the two a two down back with uh, Peterson being the third down and goal line back. AP no best fancy for touchdowns, but yeah, I I would I, I don't pick him up if I'm absolutely desperate. Yeah, <laughs> so the guy that lost Derrick Henry bid we have 500 budget for fancy yeah. dollars. He bid like 246 for McNichols. Some other guy bid 242 for AP. And I was like, you moron. Yeah, I've not bid that much for AP. <laughs> Crazy. That, my one league guy. I, um, I blew most of my budget because I thought Le'Veon Bell's going to kill for the Ravens. I picked yeah. him up early. I wasted a lot of my like, bidding dollars. That's not dollars. a bad thought, though. But he, he did nothing. Yeah, he did So nothing. that was a waste of money. Then uh, Broncos traded former star linebacker Von Miller to the Rams for two 2022 draft picks. Uh, <laughs> we texted about this. Holy shit, dude. The Rams don't have any future. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they like, they got to win over the course of these next two years, and that's it. And that would be worth like trading out your future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, part of my take said like uh, he, they can't look the ball to pick. See, they have they don't have a first, second, or third this year, and a first and second next year. Dude, like, like I think it's a great ad though because I mean you got Aaron Donald taking up two linemen for the most part, mm-hmm. possibly in the three because he's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just got Von Miller sitting pretty. Absolutely, like, that defense, that, that grand defense, defense went better. Yeah, and Von Miller like. He's good. 
like still I'd say. Like he's pretty I wouldn't well, say pro all pro, but I'd say like he's definitely like a formidable asset. Yeah, he's not as good as it used to be where he can take yeah. the double triple teams get through him. But however, mm-hmm. when he has someone else on that same line, yeah. And slash like defense who has more attention than you, he's gonna do very good. Yeah. Sneaky good. It's like so it like it's more it's better than when Clowney went to the Browns for the whole Miles Garrett backup yeah. situation. I feel like it's kind of like James Harrison going to like the Patriots when he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like it's like a guy that you don't really we're not worried about anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna get the one on one matchups and like, make people pay. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Exactly. I, I I think I think he's he's past the point where he's like the dominant force on defense. Mm-hmm. But he's still gonna be a great role player. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley is stepping away from football to focus on mental health. He missed last week, so he's not gonna be returning with the team. Um, for the foreseeable future, some are speculating he may return some point this season, but it's all up in the air. Yeah, it sucks because I have two, two fancy teams, but that's not important. It's important. What's more important is a guy getting his head straight. So, mm-hmm. uh, so all the thoughts and prayers out to Calvin Ridley. Get, hopefully, he gets his head straight. And then next up, we got a little uh, chew on this. You might have to toss him the whole bottom row. <laughs> The horseshoe. You have to toss it. I'm <laughs> reading it. You have to toss it. The Jets should just trade Zach Wilson in the offseason and just start Mike White moving forward. All right. Mike White had an 82% completion percentage on Sunday's win over the Bengals. He was 7 for 7 on the first drive. Okay. They, they haven't had that kind of completion percentage at, for a Jets quarterback since like 2015 or some shit. Yeah. When okay. they were like in the AFC playoff, like AFC championship mm-hmm. game and shit. Dude, like, and they just traded the Chiefs to add some depth at the line. I can't remember the exact trade, but like, it was a decent guy for like a six round pick, and they got rid of their tight end. I think the backup tight end. But keep doing that shit. Just keep building your line, building some weapons, and then just have a plug and play guy. Like, they could be like the Ravens, fucking two thousand. Yeah. With Trent Dilfer, and then like a crazy good defense, and like you know some guys on like some weapons on offense. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. And I think, I mean, Grant, this is probably recency bias. And it's probably going to all go to shit. But I just like Mike White better than Zach Wilson. So here's the thing for me is I, I think he needs to continue. He needs to do this for another game. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I, you can't you can't put all your eggs in a basket like Brock Osweiler. <laughs> and it just, it, it just falls flat in your face, you know? <laughs> it's just I – re- I, it'd be so – because like they don't have like – I was looking at their schedule. And they don't have like a horrible schedule. They have to play the Bills twice, and they have to play the Bucks and the Saints, I think. Yeah. But, like, aside from that, it's, like, the Dolphins and the Jags and shit like that that they could maybe win, you know? Which, I don't really want them to win too much because... You want to throw a high pick. I want a high pick, yeah. But, like, they might not look terrible, you know? I'm yeah, Mike White. Not, like, a bottom... They'll probably be, like, a bottom five team at the end of the season, I'm thinking. I, yeah, I think they can get up to five wins. Four mm-hmm. five wins. I think so, too. But... I think Mike White. I think at the very least, when Zach Wilson's healthy, you got roll. If Mike White, off. if Mike White is doing okay, keep Wilson on the bench. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, keep that him was on like the bench. Let him learn Mahomes' effect, Hopefully, and yeah, that's like that's kind of like a on a lesser scale, like because I'm not because this guy wasn't the first overall pick, right? Yeah, 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 second overall pick, mm-hmm. but um. Kind of like when like Duck Hodges was doing good when Mason Rudolph was out. Yeah, and they kept Duck Hodges in instead of Mason Rudolph because you mm-hmm. got to ride the hot hand. Then yeah. as soon as the hand got cold, they, they put, put Mason, Mason Rudolph out. Yeah, that's what they, I think that's what the Jets got to do. And maybe you're right. Maybe this is a really good move. 
But I think it's too early to say. Yeah. But I like where your head's at. I think that's a good... I don't think it's an awful move. I, I think at the very least just sit, sit Zach Wilson. But like at the end of the day, whenever like rookie deals start coming up, if we're still having Mike White who's doing okay and Zach Wilson who's like, eh. He, you don't want to pay Zach Wilson the money. Mike White is going to be a free agent this year. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck. So, so yes, yes. Just, I don't like season. what I see from Zach Wilson. And I don't think there's like any... I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel with the guy. You said he's he like a twink. He's a little small. Yeah, I don't see it. You know, BYU. Throwing much interceptions. Yeah, yeah. And like he's been playing some some, some tough teams, but like. No, I, I I like my boy. I agree. I agree with that. But uh, that's all I got for that. Let's take it over to segments, though. The rest of the segments. First up, guys, grandiose gangs. All right, here. A lot of shake up this week. A little bit indecisive in the middle, but here's what I got. Number one, Packers. Just beat the Cardinals. They might look bad because Aaron Rodgers is out, but they're still, I think, the team to be in the NFL right now. Hmm. Now, I think in the playoffs it could change, but hmm. I think I think they're number one. Hmm. Are you a dis- Is that a disagreeing or you're actually contemplating it? Uh, a little both. A little both? Yeah, I, I didn't feel comfortable picking them at number one, but I just think you beat the Cardinals. It's it, 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 it's a questionable shit, but you still beat the Cardinals. It's tough. It's tough to, like, debate why they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like whenever, like, the call on the field's, like, it's hard to overturn. Yeah. Like, I I, I would put the Cardinals one still, but it's tough because they just beat Lost the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, they just beat the Cardinals. I that, mean, this, this is all a different list if A.J. Green runs right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, yeah. Continue. Number two, the Cardinals. Okay. I only lost to the Packers, and mm-hmm. it was on some bullshit. So I didn't, I didn't downgrade them too hard there. Mm-hmm. Then I got the Rams below them. Rams are still looking good. They just added a piece, but let's see them in action. Um, I think they played the Cardinals again at some point, so that'll be the deciding matchup there. Number four, I have the Bucks, who did jump down a little bit, but. Um, I think it was just kind of a fluke loss of the Saints. You, they have a bye week. They can come back. Yeah, they're going to come back maybe, strong. Even, like, honestly. Then I got the Bills, which maybe you could argue Bills over Bucks. Um, Bills, yeah, Bills are the Bills. The, the loss to the Titans and us, is, but it's tough for them. Yeah, it's tough losses. Yeah. Then I got the Titans. Now, they're up high right now, but with the loss of Derrick Henry, it'll probably deflate them Ooh. in the future. Yeah. But right now, they're riding high, so I'll give them that credit. Yeah. Then I got the Cowboys at number, what, one, two, three, four, the Cowboys five, six, only, seven. They still only have one loss. They right? only have one loss to the, the Bucks. Bucks. I don't but I was looking at their schedule. They haven't played anybody that good and won besides. The only teams they played that are over 500 are the Chargers, who might actually be 4 and 4, and the uh, Bucks. The, they're 4 and 3. 4 and 3, yeah, because by. And the Pats are 4 and 4. Yeah, but they beat the Pats. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just saying, I'm just staring out there. Well, yeah. Teams. But. See, I, I just think they haven't beat anybody that great. Mm. And they're playing good. They look good. But I just need to see them beat a good team for me to be all in so on the, the Cowboys. So the Steeler argument last year. Yeah, but not uh, non-biased side. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone else in the country was saying about the Steelers last year. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, no, fuck you. Well, we're, yeah, the Steelers biased. We're 11 and 0. Yeah, we're allowed <laughs> for that. Uh, then number... Eight, I have the Raiders. Okay. Looking good without, uh, you know, 
But that, considering everything that happened, mm-hmm. they did lose Henry Ruggs, obviously. Not that big of a hit, though. I mean, he was good, but not like, holy shit good. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have the Ravens below that. Coming off the bye week, so we haven't seen them. So, you know, mm-hmm. kind of hard to judge there. Then I got the Saints at number 10. Mm-hmm. They did lose Jameis. Uh, they did lose Taysom Hill for the week. I think he'll be back, though. Um, but this team's just winning games, and I think they deserve the credit. Um, and since the Bungles lost to the Jets, I removed them from the list. But they're 11. Yeah, I I, I would put the Bengals above the Saints, personally. But Yeah, it's, it was hard to – I was between the two, and I was like – they just lost to the Jets. And you got to give, you got to give. And the Saints just beat the Bucs. You got to penalize the Bengals for losing to the Jets, and you got to have the Saints reward them for beating the Bucs. Exactly. But realistically, I we think, all can yeah, agree that yeah. the Bengals are better than the Saints. I think so but this is, this is a week to week thing, that's so I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the only thing is, I'll just take the Packers cards and switch them, which that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. I might even put the Rams above the Packers, too. I might too, but we'll probably we might you know they just gotta be. Well, again, it's a week to week thing. Yeah, they gotta beat a holy shit team, and they and the Rams really haven't been playing any good teams recently, so that's why it's been kind of tough. You know, mm-hmm. they've been playing the Texans, the Giants, and shit like that. Um, who did they play this week? I mean, we'll get to it later, but who they play the Titans this week? Who the Rams? Oh yeah. So this is a game where I'm like, okay, you know, Rams are back. Yep. All right. All right, next up, Wiener Steins, Weenies of the Week. What do you got for me? I, I should start putting in the dun 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 dun, dun like faintly in the background. Weenie Hut Juniors. <laughs> Super Weenie Hut <Head> General. <laughs> anyway, number three, the Bungles for the losing Bungles. to the Jets. That's it. Like, honestly, they, they, they're still a pretty good team. That's probably a fluke trap loss. Mm-hmm. However, Putting the Bengals on the Winnies of the Week graphic is going to be so much fun to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put the Bengals. It was all their I'm defense, the Bungles. too. It was all their defense, which was looking really good. And this week, it just fell apart. Yeah, Mike White throwing yeah, all over Yeah, Mike White throwing all over him. Michael Carter running all up and down the field. Yeah. It's insane. No, it, it, it's it's honestly, just, it was definitely just a trap game. A, a yeah. Over-the-top good game for the Jets. But putting the Bungles on the graphic is reason number three. Mm-hmm. Number two, keeping it into the, 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 no, actually, number two. I don't know if I should or not. Yeah, we got to talk about it. I know, but I was going to, I was going to throw an audible and put Henry Ruggs number two, say the Browns are worse than that. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> all right, all right. Number two, the Browns. Uh, the Browns are number two. Do you, do you want to get into the OBJ thing real quick? Yeah. you have the notes on it? Yeah, so this story essentially went from zero to 100 over the course of the entire day. So essentially it came out first, like there was some uh, – Videos of the game, Steelers game surfacing of a route that OBJ ran where he was wide open, Baker had all the time in the world, and didn't throw it to OBJ. Then there were stories that came out that, you know, OBJ was fine with his production right now, and he was like, you know, hey, like, you know, I'm here for the team, yada, 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 what you got to say. Then there was a report that, uh, so Kevin Stanton came out and said, then I need to do a better job getting OBJ involved in the Browns offense. So he came out and said that. Yeah. Then... Uh, right before we started recording, there was reports that apparently in the locker room there was uh, reports that Kevin Stefanski also told team the Browns team that OBJ is essentially not a part of the team right now. Just consider him not here. <laughs> like, Jeez. so it's just like gone to a hundred over the course of the day, where it looks like the Browns uh, GM is going to be meeting with OBJ's agent. Cut his ass. He didn't I didn't decide what to do with him or something. Vent his concerns. Yeah. Proxy his agent, which is kind of beta move and today, I, but 
And one of the reasons that they're the biggest weenies in this, too, the Browns, yeah. is that, of course, this comes after the deadline. Yeah. So you're not going to get yeah. anything back for them. Yeah, you're not going to get anything for them, number one. And number two, it's like, look, I'm not a big OBJ supporter. I yeah. think he's been coattailing that catch he made for too long right now. Do I think he's talented? Yes. But the thing is, from a league standpoint, I feel like from a general NFL fan base standpoint, OBJ is a top receiver in the league. And when you're the Browns sitting at four and four right now, you got to be using this guy. Absolutely. Especially when you have Jarvis Landry hurt for so many weeks. Like, you got to be getting this guy involved in the offense. I know you guys are like built on the whole foundation of the ground and pound with Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and now the Ernest Johnson. But you got to get OBJ involved in this offense. Oh, absolutely. Like, as much as I hate OBJ, he's good for at least two games a year of putting up, like, 44 fantasy points. And how the hell did the Browns not do anything about this sooner? Because remember last year when there was reports he was asking teams to have their team go trade for him? Yeah, yeah. Like, what a clown. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, another Browns thing to throw him for the uh, weenies is obviously a loss to us. The One of the funniest sequence of events ever mm-hmm. is whenever uh, Baker Mayfield, Faker Mayfield, Ran for the first down, got hit out of bounds, um, got up, started freaking out, trying to get the whole crowd pumped. Next play, Jarvis Landry fumble, game over. <laughs> so that was one yeah. of the funniest sequences ever, and Browns fans are just clans. Um, and finally, number one. The Browns is the Browns. We of the week. Uh, it's a serious matter. It's no joking anymore, guy. Henry Ruggs. Um, we already talked about him. What a complete moron mm-hmm. for... First of all, everyone let's say never drink and drive. That's the stupidest thing you can do. Nothing but you, nothing but negative stuff can happen, happen from it. Either you get in trouble, which is like really bad for your, your like your record, everything like that. But also, the worst possibility could be what happened here, and he end up murdering someone. Yeah, which yeah, which yeah. so don't drink and drive. You're a weenie if you drink and drive. And Henry Ruggs, you're the biggest weenie of the week for drinking and driving. The Raiders did draft him for a speed though. <laughs> it's a little funny. Boo. But uh, yeah, no prayers are the prayers are the family. That's that just sucks. Absolutely. Um. All right, that's crazy though. One fifty six miles per hour, loaded gun in the car. How twice you, over the legal limit? You live in Vegas, dude. There's Ubers and taxis every two seconds. Vegas is just Scandal City right now. Yeah, like, you're. You're also professional actually. I'm sure you can like get the team to like pick someone up for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pick, get you picked up. Do you think he's just upset about Gruden just like <laughs> slamming beers? I miss my coach. driving home. That's my head coach, man. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. Next segment. 50-yarder. Yes, sir. All right. You want to go first? Yeah, and guess what? What? I'm not taking the one I told you beforehand. Ooh. I remembered I remembered one while we were doing uh, the rest of the stuff. Okay. I think the Pats are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, so I'm looking at the rest of their schedule here. Mm-hmm. I was debating that one. Hold on, let me see. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Very, very favorable schedule once I get it pulled up here. So right now, the, we're looking at the Pats sitting at 4-4, four and four, right? Mm-hmm. Jeez, why isn't this loading? What's with your Wi-Fi guy? Okay, so that this week, they're playing the Panthers. Dub, right? So 5-4. Yeah. and four. Next week, the Browns. Toss up 50 50, but just say they win that, right? They're going 6 and 4. Falcons 7 and 4. Derrick Henry less Titans uh, 7 and 4. Then you got the Bills, a bye week, Colts, Bills. I think they can, if, if they're playing good football, mm. they can split with the Bills. 
But let's say for devil's advocate wise, they lose both Bills games. That's seven and six, eight and six against the Colts. Then you finish the season off with the Jaguars and Dolphins. That's a ten and six or ten and seven team. What is it? Eleven. Sorry, eleven and six team. Mm-hmm. That's a playoff team. Yeah, exactly. And, and in the beginning of the season, when they started off what like oh like one and something. One in what, two in like three, one in yeah. whatever. One in three, something like that. Two and four. Like everyone kind of counted. Everyone kind of said uh, defense sucks. Uh, Belichick, it's over. Blah blah blah. They they get rid of Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. It's over. I definitely think they're a playoff team. Will they get bounced first round? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But they're a playoff team. All right, you ready for mine? Yep. All right. I think that the Bills. Will lose against the Jaguars this week. This week. Oh my god! Yeah, I bet you're gonna pick them. So listen to this. All right. So the Manning curse. All right. Oh, okay, I've heard about this. All right. So the Mannings have their uh, their little segment show, their little show on Monday Night Football on ESPN two. They have guests every week, and uh, they usually you know chat about some cool stuff. It's actually very entertaining. I've mm-hmm. been checking it out. But this is the work. It's weird. So they had Travis Kelsey on week one. Chiefs lost in week two. Mm-hmm. Then they had Russell Wilson on week one. They lost week two as well. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks. They had Gronk on week two, and the Bucks lost in week three. Then they had Stafford on week three, and the Rams lost in week four. Then they had Brady on in week seven, and the Bucks lost week eight. Yeah. Guess who they had on Monday night? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. If the curse is real, this is a big test. This is a big test. I mean, if the curse is real, they're gonna pick them. No, God, no. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, I would, because you're up like what nine points. No, I'm not gonna do it. It's on my fifth yarder. All right, bud. I'm not gonna pick them in the pickums because I'm desperate for points. But that, <laughs> that's interesting as fuck. Very interesting. That's yeah, interesting very as interesting, fuck, man. I can see it. No, if James Robinson plays. If he's out, it's like tough. Yeah, that man, cur- that man curse is kind of wild. <laughs> it's wild because it's so like sequential too. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's not like the Madden curse where it's every year and there's a couple of off years. But like this is like fucking week one, two, three, well, four, five. Now, has there been anyone on who hasn't been cursed? Well, it's usually an active player, and then like former stars or different league stars, stuff like that. So it's not like that many guys. It's mm-hmm. like one. It's like three at most. Like the one week uh, where they had, they had Brady, Sue Bird, and Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah, okay. So they usually have a few guests, but like it's not always – like last week I think they had Josh Allen, Michael Strahan, and uh, somebody else. Somebody else. I can't remember. But yeah, I, it's I, like, I start watching those. It's not bad. It's awesome. Is there on ESPN Plus? ESPN 2. Oh, ESPN 2. Mm-hmm. Is, does it have the game? It's essentially like a Zoom meeting, and the left side of the screen, like a very – like maybe a – Six of the screen is Peyton Manning's Zoom screen, the guest Zoom screen, and then Eli Manning's Zoom screen. And then on the whole right side, you have the game. Oh, okay. With the volume turned down a little bit, they like increase it when it's big moments, but yeah. for the most part, it's them reacting to the game I can't and commenting it. on I it. It's pretty it. good. It's Monday Night Football, so like nine times out of ten, it's not that great of a game. Mm-hmm. But when it's a good game, it's kind of like, kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know? All right, speaking of Monday Night Games... Let's get into the pickups. Week nine pickups. Pickums, pickums, pickums. All right, you got the you got the scores. I have them all ready to go. All right, let me, let me jot this down. So 
Current score is you have 86, I have 77. Okay. Don't call it a comeback. I won't. Just make just making sure you don't. Week nine pickums. Thursday night game. We got the Jets in Indianapolis versus the Colts. Colts are favored by ten and a half. Colts. Colts? Yeah. Versus Jets. You getting Jets? White power? Yeah, you're getting Jets, aren't you? Oh, I'm not. What's with you? Dude, I can't go Jets. That's why you're losing, dude. You have these gut feelings. You're not going for them, dude. If the Colts beat the Titans, I'd be more inclined to pick the Jets. No, you wouldn't have. I would, yeah. No, you wouldn't No, because this is what happened last time when the Jets won a game. Because <laughs> you, you had Meter sitting here. Meter's like, Let me call the him? Jets. And I'm like, Let me call him he'll another... definitely say the Jets. <laughs> you know he will. Just pick the Jets, dude. No, I'm picking the Colts. Then you're going to pick the Jaguars, please, right? No. What's wrong with you, dude? Come on. <laughs> what o'clock games do you have? One. The Texans in Miami versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins are six and a half point favorites. Ooh. Don't do this. You know you're not going to pick the Texans. You're going to make it like you're going to pick the Texans. Just not pick the Texans. I'm going Dolphins. You're going Dolphins and Tua. What's the Texans record? They're one, one and win. One and six. Seven. Seven. Dolphins are also one and seven. Yep. Hmm. Davis Mills. Mills Mafia. Mills Mafia. You know what? I'm a good Dolphins. What, okay. else, what else we got matchup here, wise? You know what? I'm you guys. I'm a good Dolphins. No, I'm a good Dolphins. I'll go Texans. <laughs> yes, yes. It's in Miami. Oh uh, yeah, it's Miami. That's the only reason I'm picking the Dolphins on. Yeah. If this is in ta- if this is in Houston, I'd be right with you. I just think you know, I I, I think this I, would I think be a like team... the cherry on top of Fire Brian Flores. But he should be fired. He's had such good seasons before this. But who else do you blame for the season? It's a fluke season, bud. Defensive coordinator. You but you can't just say fluke season when you have a franchise. Yeah, but whenever you you have when, to blame Brian Flores is like a coach of the year candidate like the last two years. Yeah, but he didn't win. Whatever. Uh, you also got to consider with a team like the Texans who suck, mm-hmm. they're going to get the Miami flu. They're going to go in there and not going to be fucked. <laughs> it's got clubbing on like The Miami flu is for real. Do you think they all hang out, though? I don't think they do. The te- Texans? Yeah. I, I mean, I know. <laughs> Mills, Mills Mafia doesn't need to hang out with anyone. He has a whole mafia walking around. I, I'm just feeling like a David Johnson, Brandon Cooks game here. I don't know why. I feel you. All right, next game. Like this is the game that's going to be like, oh, David Johnson's here. Broncos in Dallas versus the Cowboys. Cowboys 10-point favorites. Cowboys. Is Dak back officially? I mean, it's not uh, going to change my opinion. But. It's 10-point favorite. I'm assuming he's back. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm assuming he's back. This is very next game. It's very interesting. Browns in Cincy. The Bengals are 2.5-point favorites. Hmm. This is a very tough one. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah. I, I mean, think we're still thinking about this Baker injury. It's not healed all the way. <clears throat> it apparently dislocates all the time he gets tackled on that side. And there's this whole OBJ controversy now. Flip side, this could be the week where the OBJ puts up the 44 points and we're like, okay, I guess it's okay now. But I'm, I'm leaning towards Bengals. Tough to lose to the Jets. They're going to bounce back here. Uh... You took all the words I want off. 
That's exactly what I would have said. Mm-hmm. So um, Browns? Yeah. No. <laughs> Next. In Baltimore, we have the Vikings versus the Ravens. This is not a primetime game. And the Ravens are only favored by six points. Very weird spread. I feel like there's something here. Um, See, this is tough. Because like, I feel like the Ravens... But I'm going to go with the Ravens after a Ravens bye. coming off a bye... Loser loses the color of purple. Is that the way they're doing this game? Yeah, it has to be. Loser gets rid of their purple colors. Like, I don't see why it's only a six-point game. I'm going with the Ravens. I think uh, coming after the bye, Lamar Jackson's having an MVP-S season. And, yeah, they don't have any running backs. Hollywood Brown's killing it. The defense will step up. They had a... They had a uh, didn't they... Yeah, they beat the shit out of the... No, wait, didn't they... They lost to the Bengals before the bye. Yeah. Yeah, they, they so, lost. So, yeah, they're going to bounce back here. I'm looking ahead. I, I feel bad. I'm, I'm pulling you this week. Going to debate the Vikings and take the Ravens? No, no, no but like, I'm just going to take every favorite. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not, there's one I'm not going to take. Okay, never mind. We'll get to it in a second. Next one o'clock game, we Wait, have... Are you going Ravens? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, saw, I thought I saw that. said that already. My bad. I thought you were deciding. No, I was looking at the rest of the schedule. Uh, okay. Because um, I, I think that's an easy win. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders in New York versus the Giants. The Raiders are three-point favorites on the road in New York. West Coast to East Coast. We don't know if Barkley's playing now. We don't know if Barkley's playing, We don't, but we obviously know Ruggs isn't. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to pick the Raiders here, but something telling me to go Giants. I'm going Raiders. I'm going Giants. Fair enough. I, I don't know why. Something's telling me to go Giants here. They play the Chiefs closely. They did, but I... If Saquon plays, I think they, they, it's an automatic. I think automatic? I think the Raiders are better than that. I don't know. They're a top 10 team. Yeah, I know, but they also... And the Chargers aren't looking hot. I don't know. The, the, the whole situation surrounding the Raiders just has me weary of them, so mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, next game. The Falcons in New Orleans. The Saints are six-point favorites. <sighs> pass it. We don't have a Detroit-style pick this week. No. Pass it. Wait, who are you picking? Pass What's it. the game? Falcons in New Orleans. <laughs> pass it. <laughs> give it to me. You're saying it? You're doing it? Yeah, just give me it. All right. <laughs> give me the crack, baby. What, Trevor Simeon? Versus that. It could be Taysom Hill. Uh, if it's Taysom Hill, I'm even more confident. The Falcons are a great team, but the Saints have been so wishy-washy. Now that they're, they're starting quarterbacks out, I, I think this is a Falcons win easy. Divisional game, too. They're going to play harder. I don't know. I just, I From the second I saw this game like a couple it days ago. Who won the first matchup? Did they play already? Um, I don't think so. I'll double-check, but I don't think this happened yet. Because there's always the two divisional teams that don't play until the end of the year. And this is probably the one? Yeah, no, yeah, that's the last week. Okay. So the first time they're seeing each other. Yeah, I'm going Saints. All right, all right. Uh, Saints. Right from the rest, we should probably have the same. Actually, not this game. Uh, next one I call game, the Bills in Jacksonville versus the Jaguars. So. The Bills are 14 and a half point favorites. There's no Detroit style pick Do you want to do anything weird with any of these games, or do you want to just. How about you take the Jags and you get two points if you get it? And I'll take the Bills, I get one point if I get it. And what if. The Jags lose. I just get a point. Nothing. I don't get a plus. Okay. My plus is that you go with your fifty yarder. 
You get two points if they win. Uh, you, you win the Detroit style anyway, so I don't deserve to get an extra bonus point for anything. It's on the table. It's on the table. You don't have to do it. I, I, the thing is, if I knew James Robinson was playing, I'd do it. But, like, Carlos Hyde might not even play. But, like, but the Manning curse. But the Manning curse. So you'll get two points for it. Think about if you're right about this Manning curse. I'm that, do I'll do it. That just, I, I know that you, just has you blazing I know out. you're baiting me into it, but I'm still going to No, do but, it. like, I, I'm being honest because, like, you get... I'm giving you the option for the extra bonus point because, obviously, it's a 14-point favorite. I'm going to preface the Manning curse in the graphic yeah. to explain my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are going to look at it like, what? Is that a typo? Like, no, yeah, but that's why I think you deserve the two points. If you get that right and your 50 yarders right, how about that's the extra bonus point for getting that 50 yarder right, too? <laughs> so you get two points. I guess, I guess get one if the Bills won. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next, the Pats in Carolina versus the Panthers. The Pats are three and a half point favorites. In Carolina. Darnold's in Cushion. Yeah, Belichick's going to win. Fourth Donald, too. Oh, absolutely. He's gonna make up he goes. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Pats are gonna finish like 11 wins. This is like one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a close. This is a close spread. I don't like this though. Four o'clock games. Chargers in Philly. Chargers Wait, only favored by one and a half. Was Patriots Panthers four? What was Patriots Panthers four o'clock? No, okay. this is the first four o'clock game. Um, Chargers at Philly, and the Chargers are only one and a half point favorites. That's weird to me. I'm going Chargers. Chargers are down bad. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Chargers are down bad, but coming off of a win like that for the Eagles, they still don't have Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I just think this this is officially the bounce-back game for the Chargers. If they lose this game, they're done. Are the Chargers? Absolutely. And I think that, I agree with you. I think Chargers are going to win this game. You can't get, can't get uh, wrecked by the Ravens and lose to the Pats. I take the Chargers on the spread. I think Chargers... Money line, yeah. I take them on the spread. One and a half. Oh, it's one and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, money line is the same thing. Um, next, only one point, only one point game here. Uh, four twenty-five. Cardinals at San Fran. Uh, Cardinals are favored by a point. That's weird. That's weird. And Kittle's back. <laughs> I guess weird, that could be it, dude. but no. Yeah, but even so, I mean, that's fucking weird. I guess divisional rival um, on the yeah. road. I just off their first loss, which is not I'm that crazy. Going, I can't go. Is D Hop still out? Ooh, is, I think D Hop still out. JJ Watts out. I think AJ, Kittle's back. AJ Green didn't put batteries in his controller. Still, yeah. I kind of now understand why it's a one point game. But you're still going Cardinals. I'm still going to go Cardinals, cause, but like it's one of those. I don't think it's going to be surprising. I honestly might put money on the 49ers. Yeah. I'm not confident enough to go against you here and give up a point. Mm-hmm. However, I think I might put money on it. Because that'd be kind of great. Um, or two more games left here. Then we'll, no, three more games left here. Packers at Chiefs. Packer, uh, Chiefs are favored by seven and a half points. This to the fifty order that uh, you wrote down that I kind of agreed with. I was going to do that last second switch. Was it Jordan Love might be really good actually, and Packers might win this game. And I'm actually still debating on taking the Packers, but I'm not going to because my fifty order a couple weeks ago and my real life money is on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, and they need this one. So you're going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs because they need this one, and I'm kind of a Chiefs fan because I have money on them. I need them bounce back here. If they win, if they make the playoffs, win the Super Bowl, 
I'm, I I win like a couple hundred bucks. So I want, I want the Chiefs to start doing good. Um, so it's more of like me picking the Steelers homer pick. But I, is, I really like the Packers. In this. this is a true like. This is yeah. I really like the Packers in this, but I just can't go against all my shit. I'll go Chiefs. Yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely gonna bet the Packers. I think. I think. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna regret this. What? I'm gonna go back to 49ers on the Cardinals game. Huh. Okay. Gonna do it. Huh. I'm probably gonna regret it. I don't know though, because I because I'm starting it. to think I'll stake it. I'm so. starting to think. This kind of just crossed my mind when you're talking about the Packers, but like last year, Cardinals started off hot. They lost, lost, lost. Then they were like third seed, second seed, third seed in the NFC East or West. Yeah. Is this a start again? That's true. And like that's a weird spread, and I feel like most people are gonna bet the fucking Cardinals because they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Before you know? before you make before you take your hand off the chess piece. Yeah. I'm gonna let this I was going to say, D- you D-Hop. figure D-Hop out? Questionable. Que- it's not COVID. It doesn't say COVID. Like, doesn't... I'm going I'm to look up the Yahoo. What the a, Yahoo it says saying. hamstring. That's a tough one. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Chase Edmonds, questionable. Update two in basketball. Nice. Kyler Murray, questionable. He's going to be a game time decision. Kyler Murray. Go for Niners. Well, now I don't want to go back. I don't want to switch over with you. I'm going to keep it. I mean, but if Kyler Murray doesn't play, that's fucked. All right. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to change anything. All right. Anyways, yeah. Sunday I, so, night. I, I'm going to – like you were saying with the Chiefs, though. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. But this is probably my last time picking the Chiefs against a good team. This is the last one. like guaranteeing back. Chiefs. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Sunday night game. Titans in L.A. versus the Rams. The Rams are seven and a half point favorites. The Rams. Oh, me. man. Another another good one. No Derrick Henry. No Derrick Henry. Vaughn Miller now. Yeah. Um, no Deshaun Jackson for the Rams. Rams. Yeah, absolutely. Look at, look at Clay Thompson all dressed up. <laughs> is he playing tonight? I think he's just shooting around. He's all dressed. Why was he dressed? That's a good point. Huh. Did he actually start? I don't know. I'll look into it after this. All right. Okay. One, we have one more game. Monday night game. Damn it. Here we go. Stellars. Here we go. Pittsburgh's guaranteed Super Bowl. Uh, the Bears are coming to Pittsburgh. Six and a half point favorites is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Monday night, obviously, you're taking the Bears. I'm taking the Steelers because of the curse. We need the win, so thank you for your service. Um... I'll be there too. I forgot about the curse until you said cursed. <laughs> now I don't want to go for it now, but I'm going to. All right. All right. Well, Week nine. Our picks are in. Picks are in. Locked in. Hand off the chess piece. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six differences. I have the Texans. You have the Dolphins. I have the Raiders. You have the Giants. I have the Saints. You have the Falcons. I have the Jags. You have the Bills. Uh, I have the 49ers. You have the Cardinals. And I have the Bears. You have the Steelers. Yeah, you're probably going to sweep me this week then, so. I don't know. That, that 49ers pick's definitely a good call there. That could be my only one, though. Yeah, but if you somehow get the Jaguars right because of Curse, yeah. it's two. The Curse would be wild. Like that, If I win the Curse, 
and I get most of the Detroit style pickums the whole year, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be emotionally stable at the end of pickums. If if yeah, if if you if I That'd win my Super Bowl, if I win, but you absolutely end, end off like destroying me in the pickums. I just Detroit style. Detroit, I'll get yeah. you the Detroit style pizza. <laughs> I, I will literally come one day with the Detroit style pizza for you. All right. Uh, let's take over pop culture. Yeah. All right, and let's take it over to pop culture. Leading off, we're gonna go into some movie action. Eternals drops on Friday. So there's been, I think, like 152 critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and they have it currently ranked at like 57%, um, which is the first Rotten rating for a Marvel movie, um, I think, forever. I think that I think this is the first one. So far. Um, but there is no audience vote yet. I think this will be one of the movies that like the fans love, but the critics hate. Yeah. Um, I still have hopes for it. I'm going to check it out this weekend. Let's Care Barstool guys did it. 80 out of 100, but they also, like, said on the podcast, like, it was the greatest. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be okay. I hope, I'm hoping for it. Um, I'm so I'm, excited I'm, for I'm, it. I'm, I'm seeing it tonight with Josh and Meter, but, uh... Yeah, let me know how it goes. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't have my hopes up that crazy. Yeah. It's probably for the better that I'm getting let down early like this, yeah. so I can go in with lower expectations. I agree. Um... Then we also got a trailer for Morbius, uh, the second trailer. Um, looks like they've amped up the CGI a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the action sequences look pretty good. Um, this movie, though, is all over the place with the Spider-Man universes. Like, they have references to The Amazing Spider-Man. They have references to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. They have references to just the new shit in Venom. Venom. Yeah, it's just like... All over the place. I have no idea where this movie is right now in terms of like sequential, like cinematic timelines. But um, the one, uh, the one, the one nerdy YouTube channel I watch for breakdowns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I watch two primarily: Screen Crush and New Rockstar. Screen Crush, the Screen Crush guy was saying like, as in the trailer, anytime there's an Easter egg for another inspiring uh, thing, like, oh, so this is in the Raimi universe. Cool. Then he continues with the things like. Okay, oh. so it's in the it's in the Andrew Garfield. Okay, cool. Then he's like, wait, what? Tom Holland? And wait, Venom? Like, yeah. and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know if Sony knows what they're doing quite yet either. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place. Which red flags possibly, but looks good. Looks good on paper. I think it'll be okay. I see. I disagree. You think it's bad? I, I, I'm not in on it at all. It is different. It's gonna be vampires and shit. Yeah, and no, I don't like Jared Leto off the bat. Right? <laughs> I hate Jared Leto actually. Yeah. And then, the, and then the fact that, like, what we were just joking about, like, what is happening? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going into it, whenever it comes out, I'll probably see it in theaters. I'll probably, just because I'll be, have nothing to do for, like, mm. I'm not going to see it opening weekend or anything like that. Yeah. I'll probably see it in theaters, and I'll probably be let down. Yeah. But that being said, me going into that mindset, maybe I'll like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other thing I had for movies was uh, Chris Pratt got cast as the voice of Garfield in a new movie they're making. And Mario, well, that guy does it all. Yeah, Rain. somebody has to stop this man from doing all these, dude. There's no, he's turning into the Rock. Lasagna. He's turning into the Rock, dude. Know, it's it's just getting bad at this point. I love it. He's love doing it. everything. It's like, oh yeah, just get Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, he, he'll, he'll, do, he'll it. do it. He'll <laughs> fucking do it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> man, but that was all I had for movies. Anything you want to toss in? Uh... 
That's a good Wookiee. Thanks. That's a good Wookiee. That's my only movie thing. Alright. Let's take it over to TV. First up, the Book of Boba Fett trailer. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Looks great. Fennec Shan. Shran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not 100% sure what is exactly going to happen. Obviously, obviously, you can put your pieces together for some things. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I like it. It looks good. I yeah. like it. Um, then, so they had an interview with David Chase, the creator of The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And he confirmed that Tony Soprano died in the series finale. No. Yep. I hate that. I hate that. Sorry. Why would you come out with it? That's stupid. What's your sources, bud? Screen Rant? A screen Rant. That's stupid. That's in screen an interview rant. with... Okay. Damn screen Rant's stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I don't know, bud. It seems pretty legit. Why in the world is, would David Chase ever come out with that? Especially this late. Like, never come out with it. Come out with it if you're dying. If you're on your deathbed. That pissed me off. Okay. Here we go. Da, da, da. See what Chase said below. Because, because the scene I had in my mind was not that scene. Nor did I think of cutting to black. I had a scene in which Tony comes back from a meeting in New York in his car. At the beginning of every show, he came from New York into New Jersey. And the last scene would be him coming from New Jersey back into New York for a meeting at which he was going to be killed. Yeah, but I think I had this notion. I was driving on Ocean Park Boulevard near the airport, and I saw a little restaurant. It was kind of like a shack that served breakfast, and for some reason I thought, Tony should get it in a place like that. Why? I don't know. That was like two years before. Yeah. Are you still doubting it? Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't kill him. But he did. It just cut no. the glass in. No, he never did it. I don't know, man. I think that's confirmation. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry to... He didn't die. He didn't die. It's facts he didn't die. Anyways, um, moving on though. Carol Baskin is filing for a restraining order against Netflix for Tiger King Season 2, which was since denied. God. She murdered her husband. She's so mad that it's painting a picture of her like making a murderer. Like, it's so funny. I can't wait for that Season 2. I'm going to check it out just because that sounds hilarious to me. Yeah, she's literally murdered her husband. Uh, and then apparently a Darth Maul animated show is in development, and hopefully Dave Filoni helms it. I, mean, I would imagine he does. I'm in, but also, what more do we really have besides the Crimson Dawn? Well, I mean, we got to see. That's it. We got to see what happens between Episode Three and him getting into the Sith Temple in Rebels. Yeah, you can have a show season with that. Yeah, you can do something. Is it too much Maul? Nah, I think one season's enough. Definitely not. If it's one season, yeah. If it's one season, that's one off. I'm for it. Yes. How I would. The only thing I want to know is the whole Crimson Dawn thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, we see him in Solo, and he runs this. He's Mm -hmm. powerful. And I think that's what it'll be. And I hope it is. That's if it's not Crimson Dawn, Mm -hmm. then I'm out on it. Yeah. Then uh, there was a little teaser drop for Atlanta season three. Looks good. The guy, he's in. He's in Eternals. Just see him in Eternals. Uh, He's the. the, Mm -hmm. the 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 uh he has like the, uh no he has like he's like in the desert he has that like thing device on his arm where he lifts the ship out of the sands 
The black guy? Yeah, yeah, with the yeah, fucking think, uh, Ikea table. Oh, Gilgamesh is a Chinese guy. Yeah, he's like, so he's... I know, like, I know, I know, I, know, I, know, I thought of him. I yeah. said Gilgamesh, but I, know, I was thinking of him. Essentially, like... The technology Essentially, guy. in Atlanta, he plays like a rapper, and Childish Gambino is his, like, manager. His yeah. cousin and manager. Yeah. So, it's, re- it's a really good show. Yeah, that's like, always been on my watch list. I never did. But yeah, the trailer makes it look good. Um, then, Witcher Season 2 trailer drops. Also looks great. Excited for that. I think you'd like Witcher. I think you would. I think you should give it a shot. I think you should set my ball. <laughs> and then Disney is also developing two more films and a series for National Treasures with Nicolas Cage. All right, with, with Nicolas, as you're reading that, I was out. Yeah. With Nicolas Cage, I'm in. I'm low-key pumped if it's done right, though. <laughs> like, I think two movies, I think one movie in a series is ideal. Yeah. Two movies could be good if you, like, do it right. Yeah, no, I'm with one, sorry, one movie in a series. Yeah. I'm yeah. for that. But I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Um. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it works out. Anything for TV though that you had? Uh, check out Squid Game. Obviously, that's a big, that's a big phenomenon. So it's not like a crazy thing to say. But I finally finished it and it's very good. Dude, how about Pete Davidson? What the fuck? <laughs> Kim K now? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, that's wild. What do I'm not gay, so I don't look at dudes this way. He's probably Which you can't, if you're gay, it's fine. <laughs> what? He's not attractive, though. Dude, it's this fucking... So, you know, like, man bun was a thing, right? Yeah. It's like skater boy douchebag. Like, like, like a guy like looks this. like a drug addict with all tatted I up. Guess, and yeah. a stupid face. Yeah, it's just Like, man. he's... I, I, I'm not homosexual. If you are, it's fine. I I don't think he's handsome at all. I don't get it either. But it's fucking crazy. I don't know, he's pulling chicks like Ariana Grande, <laughs> Kim Kardashian, Kate Beckinsale. Cindy uh, Crawford's daughter. Yeah, dude, she's a smoke <laughs> show, too. Like... I'm Some like girl from uh, uh, Brighton Heights. Uh, no, no, fucking. Um, Heights? No, no, no. What was it called? It was like a British show. It was something like that. Bridgerton? Yeah. Did I check for Bridgerton, the blonde chick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Like, no, like, he, he's cool. And he, he lives with his mom for most of these relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, that I'm, just tells you what fame gets you. <laughs> but he, he's on SNL. It's not even that big of fame. True. Just, he, he got more famous for chicks he dated than he did his actual That's career. Valid point. Yeah. So wild, dude. But anyways, let's take it over to music. Um, first up, Ed Sheeran dropped an album. It's called Equals. He, he's big on the math symbols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Divide. Yeah. It's kind of funny at this point, honestly. I thought this one was supposed to be Edition. No, Edition was his first one. With, like, Lego House. Oh, really? Yeah. That was Plus, or whatever. Uh, then there, mine, I know Minus and Divide. Yeah, and then Divide. And then the X, obviously. Mm-hmm. The one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there was some good... I mean, there's obviously, you know, Shivers. Bad Habits. That was good. Bad Habits. But there's a couple more good ones I like. There's obviously, you know, you have your wedding songs. He always throws, like, a couple of those in. Uh, First Times is, like, the wedding song, essentially. Typical first dance kind of shit. Um, then you got these are the two I really like though. So I got Collide here, which is up for Jam of the Week. Then uh, also two step, probably the favorite. Mm-hmm. 
What's this one called? Two Step. Okay. This is the better one. Yeah, that one's good. But overall, I mean, the, the album's okay. There's a couple weird ones for me. The Sandman one was weird. Chelsea told me to check one out. I think it was Two Step. Two Step's good. Yeah. But uh, that was pretty much all I had from that album. Also, Overpass Graffiti, which is okay. But uh, back to the other jam. So, the Chick Bar song, Megan Thee Stallion song of the week. <laughs> like, it's so bad. But you know chicks are going to just be twerking this shit in the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Eat my pussy, bitch. Uh, and then I got uh, How Do You Love, Country Song of the Week, Cheat Codes, Lee Bryce, and Lindsay L. I already had to say that. I'm assuming it's a banger. I like Lee Bryce and Cheat Codes. Oh, okay. well, I really like it. And yeah. as always, if you want to throw anything in the Jam of the Week option, you're more than welcome to. I might be thrown in there. Then I got After You, Griffin, Jason Ross, and Cali Lemon. Is Griffin a TikToker? No. I'm a sap for Griffin, dude. I went to his concert when he came to Stage AE. It was sweet. So, like, I kind of just yeah. love every single song. Yeah. Um, then I got Sober Slash Hungover by Swaco and Arizona Zaras. Zabaz comes in later. Um, and then I got Duck Duck Goose by Joyner Lucas. I was really off put by the title, but no, actually, I actually, I actually liked it already because of the title. <laughs> I, I, I already have it. It's just great bars. Jordan Lucas does that. I like Jordan Lucas a lot.
I like this song a lot. Actually. I, I was waiting for that. That's all I was waiting for. Because that was a sick bar. I love that. Um, and then I got Demon High by Lil Uzi Vert. And then I got Telepath by Conan Gray, who I put this in Jam of the Week as well. Okay. I think it's good, but I'll see what you think. You might think differently. Step, how do you love Sober Hungover, Duck Duck Goose? Uh, I actually like a lot of these songs this week. No, it was a good week. It was a good week. I'm going to guess Sober and Hungover. Really? Okay. I really like that song. I did too. Yeah. But and, I, I, and I feel it. I feel the. I feel it. <laughs> like, I've been thinking about, like, dude, I should stop drinking. I, I hate Hungover. <laughs> you know, that's definitely deeper meaning that it sat with me. Yeah. Uh, but all right. right. That's your jam of the week. Check out the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify, as well as the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But with that, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, Koozie, seven bucks a piece. Cold beer, warm hands. Can't lose. Can't lose. At Dirty J Sports on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. We've never used a TikTok. Dude, again. it got just it just got deflated because when we were gonna do it, the Steelers lost to the Bengals, and it was just like, ugh. What? When we were like undefeated last year. Yeah. We were like, you had a whole plan going, and then they lost, and it was like, well, that's out the door. I know, I know. <laughs> one, one of the first, one of the first um, TikToks that I was going to do was the Corvette Corvette one that we beat the Browns in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I had to dance down. I, did, I had the whole dance yeah, down. Yeah, that was it then, the Browns in the playoffs. It was just like, I, I had all my steel gear ready to go. Yeah. I practiced and answered a mirror. Like, yeah, I you had guys on vacation perfect. or whatever. I was in Hilton and I yeah. was literally going to pull it out and do it. Then we lost. Yeah. And so, I was well, so pissed. Fuck. Like, I was so close to doing it. <laughs> um, oh, man. All right. But two chains line of the week. Everyone stuck around just for this. Uh, this is a really quick one. It's not even a line. Not even like a rhyme, but just one line. Okay. She going to pat her weed when she coming out the beauty salon. <laughs> She's patting her weave, man. Alright, she goes. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here.
Time. 